Good evening, and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by thelastmovieoutpost.com for all of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about films. I'm your host this evening, not George Lucas, and with us, as always, is Sean. How you doing, fellow bigots? <laughs> I'm more of a little, little than a bigot. Um, <laughs> and Drunken Yoda. Mm. Taking her to the ah, airport. So- is that a euphemism for buried in the backyard? <laughs> No, I was going to say is well. No, what's happened is he's, he's now got the, the week free to himself, so he's now sat there with no no shorts or anything else. <laughs> now he can watch that's, all the movies he really wants to watch. Yeah, that's right. It's lovely watching porn with the sound on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this evening we are discussing. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Kid Detective, uh, which is a hidden gem of a movie, which was recommended to us by Sean, which should worry you, obviously, straight away. Um, <laughs> It does have uh, rape in it, so. Oh, spoilers! I uh, guess I should have said. Oh, I, I think when we talk about it, we're going to have to mention. Yeah, it we're does. Gonna have to mention spoilers. In, in fact, it might have the worst. It might even have the worst kind in it to boot. <laughs> um, and then we're going to go on to something a bit more pleasant, which Sean is really looking forward to, and that is Star Trek: The Motion Picture, the director's cut, 4K special edition, which has just been released. Um, which I know you've watched, haven't you, Sean? You know, I, I've got like three copies of it ordered. Or is it, wait a minute, is it already out? Or yeah, obviously paying great attention there. Um, Apparently, they couldn't hear me, so I just fixed that. Sorry, guys. I don't know. Something always technically wrong here. Always. Um, so the kid detective. Let's start at say at the outset. I think it's going to be difficult to discuss this movie without spoiling it. So. Um, we, we will say spoilers from here on in, um, especially the end when he turns into a vampire and flies away in his spaceship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, that would be, that would be a lot less depressing than the end we got. Yeah. <laughs> so Sean, uh, where did you find this movie? Where did you hear about it? Tell us about I, it. I heard about this movie from somebody that nobody that's watching us will probably know about it, it's possible but he, it's a it's a youtube channel called cecil says and cecil is a comic book writer and he's part of comics gate and he watched this is it. a different cecil than last week right not not cecil as george uh, <laughs> and actually that that was me again <laughs> screw that up but uh, no this was the C- cecil says and uh, he watched it during the lockdown or whatever and uh he was raving about it and he's like oh it's so great it's just this great black comedy and it just gets so dark and darker and darker as it goes on and then the ending is this real and i was like oh i gotta see this because uh i've noticed he, he has a lot of the same uh, m- you know taste in movies as i do in fact his favorite movie is probably my favorite movie of all time and uh, i was like i gotta watch this so i checked i Ishtar? found it no uh, uh, okay just check it the notebook <laughs> Close. Ryan Gosling is a dreamboat, but not quite my favorite. And uh, so I watched it, and I was like, oh, man, this is great. He was right. And uh, then uh, I think uh, I wrote a review of it. I think I wrote a review of it on the website. And uh, You did, if I recall. Seems like nobody seemed to want to give it a try until I kept, you know, shilling it so hard. You guys finally gave in, I guess. I well, got sent a bullet with my name on it from Sean. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I thought I better watch it then because um, he knows yeah, where I live. You know, <laughs> you threaten the guy's family, you get some shit done. So, you know, <laughs> violence works. Can I have my dog back now? Yeah, um, 
So, so do you want to? Do you want to kind of give a brief synopsis of the plot, or do you want one of us to do it? How how do you want? I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. Right. Um, so this guy, he the film basically starts out with a, a a teenage girl, obviously being kidnapped on her walk home from school or something, and then we we cut to uh, current time, and this guy is a mess you know you can tell his whole life is a mess and he was the town sort of hardy boy kid detective and encyclopedia brown yeah he was like too smart for his own good type and you know he uh solved and then the, when this girl disappears he everybody sort of expecting him to figure it out because he is really smart and uh he doesn't and he grows up with this this weight because she was also his friend so he grows up with like the weight of her disappearance on his shoulders and um, in it. And he never does find her up to the point where we start the movie. And it, it's just been soul crushing for him. Nobody takes him seriously. Uh, you know, I get, and then he, because uh, the town loved him, didn't they? When he yeah. was a kid detective, they gave him yeah. his own office and all this kind of stuff. Um, but then, yeah, sorry, just uh, not interrupting, yeah. but I mean, you know, as the, as the time goes on where this girl goes missing and they find him, the town then starts to resent him and realizes right. he's, he will think he's, thinks he's a fraud. Right. So in the current time, a, another teenage girl comes into his office and her her boyfriend had just recently been murdered and she wants him to get to the bottom of it. And in pursuing this, it turns up he spoilers, he learns what happened to the original girl. And, but it, it's a it's a hell of a of a journey watching him. Uh, you, you could take it from there on that because I don't want to like botch the rest of it. It's kind of a shame because I mean I, we will have to talk about the ending because I mean the film is in quite light hearted all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean I found in places I was I was laughing out loud. It's hilarious. It. Yeah, it's a yeah. H- hilarious dark comedy. And you don't realize you're really watching a dark comedy until – even black comedy, really, until the very end, which is the one of the brilliant parts about it, I thought. I, I absolutely agree that it was brilliant, and I did love it. Um, I, I did feel like the comedy – it didn't make me laugh as much as I would have liked, but I was thoroughly engaged with it. I just – I felt like it was almost more of, a, of an odd drama – than it was with, with some comedic bits in it. And I get the hook, you know, with it being, uh, you know, what if Encyclopedia grew up and he was a, a complete drunk? You know? Yeah, drug uh, abuser. Yeah, but, what if he was because, a mess? Yeah, because it's the gill. It's not that he's just like a screw-up. No, that's he's the, not. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. He's, I mean, yeah. there's, this whole, there's, this, there's this whole deeper thing going on. And again, I really appreciated all of it. And the humor was good. I just... It wasn't quite as shocking or laugh out loud as I kind of expected it to be. But to be honest with you, I also think that's kind of a strength that, you know, there's some deep shit going on here and it shouldn't be there shouldn't be any weird slapstick or the humor is very situational and it works. It just I never had that. I I just kind of smiled or, or or that kind of thing. I. And I, I make it sound like I'm I'm criticizing it. I'm not. No, no, it just, no, no. You're no. I think you're correct in sort of a maybe a miss. Uh, m- m- the way I describe it might be, uh, you know, m- might not be uh, accurate because I say it's a comedy, but it's not 
a ha oh, knee slapper. It is, no. Oh, no. you know, it is. I mean, a, it, the, bit, it, the, the jokes bit are all really this. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the, the joke. That really made me laugh. The bit that made me really laugh was the car that was following him. Yeah, that part. Was, yeah, you're right. I mean, that was just. It turned was out, just, yeah. It was so are ludicrous. Hilarious. It was my, really my funny. The big laugh for me was the um, two biggest laughs is when he's interviewing Calvin and, and Calvin doesn't want to. Like say what sexual acts the the kid was doing, but the biggest laugh for me is when he takes that 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 drug and comes back and just slaps the hell out of that kid. <laughs> and he says, "Does it make you feel like a big man?" He goes, "Yes," <laughs> and throws him into the creek. Then it wears off later yeah. when he, when they really need him to step up and do some yeah. shit yeah. and not just beat up a teenager. Yeah, great, great humor, a, but it never. Yeah. The humor is appropriate for the subject matter. Yeah. And it's not I, I almost think it would have been bad if the if it was if it was too funny because it would have taken away from the ending. Would you guys think it's See, almost a character study? I think it comes real close to being a kind of a character study of this guy whose life has been he you know, it's a redemption story. It's a it redemption is. arc for him, but it's very, you know, See, it's, it's not just him, because... it's the entire town. The entire town fell into a mess, you know? Like, his problems, like, if the kid detective isn't Everybody doing good, the town him. falls to shit. I thought that yeah. was an interesting, you know, symbolism that they had thrown out there, if, if you want to call it that, that they, the, the decay of the town is mirrored by the decay of him. And as soon as he starts coming back, you know, the town is better, mm. but... Very, very King Arthur uh, illusion there. That's very highbrow, probably too highbrow for me and George. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll, the uh, King. I'm highbrow. I'll try to dumb it down for you both. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, I, just, I thought that was interesting, and I also think that okay, the town is kind of like this throwback to like a what you would see in a Leave It to Beaver show, like yeah, a the, 50s it's, town, right? It's very weirdly dated, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. you think you're watching something set now because they've got smartphones, but his childhood and everything looks like it's from the 50s or something. Right, yeah. which, uh, which I think, I think a lot of, especially today's filmmakers, will say was a a hollow period in, in American life. Like it was mm. bright, sunny on the outside, masking this dark, or empty kind of thing on the inside. I think that's a little overblown in reality, yeah. but I I get. I think that, that that's their guys, mindset. And those guys read too much of the man in the gray flannel suit. Yeah. Too much knowledge is what I think. But but that's if you if you look at the if you look at the town as you know kind of coming back as he's coming back, <laughs> but it's hollow because at the end after he solved everything and let let's just get into spoilers here so. The girl that got kidnapped was like his secretary when he was a little kid, his secretary for his little detective agency. And they gave him an office in one of the buildings in the whole nine yards. And they let him keep it, even though he's in his 30s. It's really pathetic <laughs> and sad now. And he's he's trying to um, get over that this girl got kidnapped that was his friend and was his kind of his confidant or his gal Friday, I guess. I don't know. She, if was, the, was... she was the mayor's daughter as well. Wasn't she? The mayor's yeah. daughter. And she was like the secretary yeah. for his private investigation office as a kid. So, she took the calls and all that sort of thing. A, a high school girl walks in to his, 
his office and wants him to take a case because her boyfriend got killed. And as they work through it, um, you know, he has to go to the school. The principal kind of puts up with him and all that kind of stuff because he's done a lot of good things in the past and kind of likes him. And he, as he works her way through, we figure out that the girl's uh, boyfriend was killed by the principal and the principal kind of liked the girl but in a weird way, because it was actually his daughter from the girl he kidnapped, who he still had in a shed. Yeah, had that her they discovered out. in the at the end, you know, twenty years later. Yeah. So at the end, after everything is is filled up, the, the the principal just kills himself, and not with a gun or something. He actually stabs himself twice in the chest, like the most gruesome kind of suicide you can watch in front of your eyes. And when it's all said and done, he just breaks down and sobs at the end. Yeah. Which yeah, makes he's me the feel hero. like he's hollowed out. Even though everything oh, is yeah. better and he's proved himself, he's just a hollow shell of a man because of all this. Yeah, he there's no uh you know, it's like the end of of uh, American Psycho, you know, there's no catharsis. No. Nothing's been learned, you know. Yeah, so he's famous at this point, he's everybody's hero again. And uh, you know, he's obviously suffering from PTSD and his at the end his parents are like, So how's everything going? And he's like, Fine. And then that's when he just starts breaking. And that's the last shot of the movie is him bawling like a baby because all this stuff's finally hitting him, you know. See, it's so weird because, to me, I saw this differently in that I did think it was a comedy, a black comedy. I mean, obviously a dark comedy. But then because I found the rest of the movie funny, the ending actually kicked me more in the gut than I was expecting. And so like, I, I, I kind of get what you guys are saying, that it was... Um, the way that the comedy plays out is in t- in line with the way the movie plays out. I didn't think it it did at all. I thought to myself, like I say, this is this is quite jaunting, quite quite colourful, and everything else. And then when it gets to the final act, it really was pulling the rug from out under you. No, I think that's fair. I mean, it really is set up as a. Co- you don't know if you'd not read my review or knew nothing about the movie and went into it cold. You oh, yeah. think you was just watching a you know millennial sort of ironic comedy movie you know <laughs> a, a cynical you know uh you know but then the ending hits you like, oh shit i, I may be you... yeah i may be reaching here george but i think that there's a this is the kind of the example of the difference between a black comedy and a comedy drama with some pretty dark jokes in it and i know that's kind of maybe a fine line or no, I don't think distinction without a di- difference. But no, I feel I like that that's yeah, yeah. I think I that is yeah. the difference, mm-hmm. and it's not truly a black comedy because I mean it, the the actual the actual murder mystery is played kind of straight. I mean it is a murder mystery, and you got to find out. And you're yeah, the twist is bad at the end, but I wouldn't call the twist or what you find out a black comedy kind of twist it's just it's more of a david fincher seven kind of thing right i was i was just going to say that if you took the jokes out of it though then it would have been more in line with seven yeah you know and a very very dark movie all the way through and like i mean like i say it depends what you define as a black or a dark comedy i was i like i say i did i did laugh out loud i mean the where he gets stuck in the house in the kids, yeah. in the kids' bedroom again, and he's just thinking it's like the worst. And the way his um, new uh, secretary just sort of says, "Oh yeah, they said you were in the 
room yeah, masturbating. Man. <laughs> How I is say, it masturbating? I, was, I believe you. <laughs> I mean, I was laughing at that because of how ridiculous it was. But like I say, come the end, like I say, the whole tone of the film just changed in that last scene. And not just the last act, but that last scene as well. Yeah. Because you really felt that pressure and weight lifting off him. And for the first time, he just let it go. You know, everything that he'd been through. It's a dark comedy right up until it isn't. That's the only way to put it. Cop, yeah, you know? I mean, certainly the jokes are dark. I mean, a 31-year-old getting caught in a in an 11-year-old <laughs> girl's bedroom closet. That's yeah. that's some dark shit right there. And that could have yeah. that could have played so much worse, you know. Mm-hmm. And somehow they managed to keep this balance of keeping you sympathetic to him even though he's doing some pretty horrendous shit in this sometimes, yeah. but you, you manage to stay sympathetic to him. You, you Well, cause you know that he's had, you know, you, from the start, you, you know, you're just like, look, this guy, he's suffering. So you're like, yeah, you cut him a break, you know? And, and, and like little moments, like the bully, like the bugs, meanie character. That's a deep cut for those of you who know, encyclopedia Brown is his, uh, his big nemesis was bugs, meanie. Um, and that's the Rory right. guy that keeps beating him up. That said, yeah, Rory, because he he falsely implicated him in stealing the uh, some money when the school know, donation school, yeah, yeah. in middle school or whatever. And uh, so every every week, if he runs across him, he just beats the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, every time, <laughs> like he constantly has to avoid the guy because every time he sees him, he'll yeah, because he didn't do it. It yeah, turns but out. we don't. But we you don't know that. You don't know that it's all tied. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the principal actually said it. Said maneuvered the whole thing to where uh, to A, which is the main character. Uh, he doesn't even really implicate. He just suggested him because he. Uh, so the 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 school fund was to help animals, and the principal comes to A and is like, "Got any ideals?" He's like, uh, "Well, uh, Rory was bit by a dog, yeah. so maybe he took it because he hates animals now." And he doesn't even say he did it. He just suggests it. And the principal uses that as an opportunity. And the whole reason he did this was he wanted to test Abe's intelligence. So when he kidnaps the girl to see if Abe is smart enough to figure it out or not. And what happens, he gets, he gets, you, you know, it was like his big failure, not because he, he didn't figure it out, but because he was too quick to accept the, the pride, the accolades. Yeah. That yeah. Came along with it, you know, and pride, you yeah, know, he put the, too the much before the downfall, right? Yeah, he was he was as they say believing his own propaganda, so yeah. to speak, his own PR mm, at that. Yeah. But he was a kid, so you know it's like how could? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a ton of shit going on in this movie, and I'm just like, it could so easily tip into the wrong direction, one way or the other. It could get too serious. <laughs> yeah. It could get too uh, silly. You could lean I don't too think much you into the kid. Any more stuff. serious at the end? No, it, yes, but it, you could. It could get worse. It could get. It could get yeah, serious it, in the wrong be. way. I mean, there we we've seen enough movies that fail in trying to maintain a balance like this, and it's such an esoteric, you know, theme. A kid detective that you used to read in grade school that were never that big a deal, you know. Yeah, the whole movie works as a honeypot to trap you for that hammer blow at the end, really. Yeah. <laughs> the kid, even the name of the movie is very whimsical. And you think, oh, I'm, you know, this is going to be some, you know, Zucker Brothers goofus or something, but it's not at all. It's a, it, it's a masterpiece. In movie. the best possible way, it is a total rug pull of a movie. Yeah, yeah, 
Oh, of course, yeah. it's not now because we've ruined the whole thing. For you. <laughs> you were warned. You knew what you were getting into, people. You, like, it's still it's still very much worth watching because it's just one of those movies that is not. I know I sound like a broken record when I keep saying this. It's just not a Hollywood movie. You know, it's not something you're going to see on Disney or anybody else doing it. It's just one of those films which just smacks you in the face and just like, whoa, that was completely original. And I didn't see any of that coming. I think it's a masterpiece, personally. I've watched it probably since since I first watched it. And then it came out on... Uh, uh, whatever movie channel that I get on cable now. I've probably watched it 20 times since then. Like I've only watched it the one time. When you go, is it one of those you go back through it and you start seeing things now that you know the ending? Because I, yeah. I don't I don't foresee myself watching it many more times after that. But I... I, I tell you, the reason that I'm so drawn to it is you're because... you're a sick fuck. I'm, I'm a sick <laughs> Give me the rape scene. No, yeah, well... <laughs> I don't know. There's there's something that is very compelling to me about characters like Abe. It's the reason why I like Drive so much. It's the reason why I like um, uh, Bloody Hell. Something about that kind of character, you know, somebody that's fundamentally kind of broken or screwed up or just a born loser. I, I probably because I can relate, but <laughs> but uh, but but seriously though, I it's very compelling to me. Like I. Every time I rewatch it, I'm like, oh, man, you know, poor. I, I don't know. There's just something very, it's, you know, that kind of character really is a. a I didn't, I didn't realize his live stream was actually therapy for Sean. Um, it is. That's, I told you if I. If, if yeah. you're coming to us for help, Mike. That on. is not a crowd hit. I, would, Wait, I was coming to you guys for help. <laughs> oh, this shit. is where I would. This is where we all come to, to, to seriously debate with we really do want to end ourselves or not. <laughs> well, the, the, who's the actor? That plays Abe. He, uh, I forget his name, but he was in that the OC. Believe it or not, years ago, I believe it was. He's great. Who, who knew he had it in him? You know? uh, I, if if he didn't pull off the the sad sack, determined sad sack. Yeah, that's that or, would be. As I, I think Chuck Dixon has a term for that kind of character, the slob hero, and I think that's pretty. Yeah, you know, yeah. perfect. Yeah, friend. that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And he just can't let go of it. Of course, he uses all the same stuff, so he just keeps getting caught in a closet or under a bed, <laughs> just yeah. like when he was a kid. He's a kid who was like, "Oh, this is so adorable." Now, when he hides him, it's like, "Call the cops!" So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A thirty-year-old trapped in a kid's bedroom. Thirty. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great movie, though. I it, you, I just I can't recommend it enough. I think it's. It was. It's t- like I say, it was, I was really surprised at how drawn in I was by the whole thing. I'm not one for murder mysteries. As I've said, if you read my review of um, oh, Death on the Nile, I'm not a fan of murder mysteries. They are, they are just... Ugh. But you're so drawn in by the main character that mm-hmm. you are with him every step of the way. And then, like I say, that emotional ending is quite... I mean, not just what happens at the end, but like I say, him at the end, when he's, you know, his parents constantly go into him saying, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. No, it's okay. And everything else. But then he finally lets go that all this pressure is just suddenly lifted off I thought about him. that. Yeah, they finally, they, they had been asking him that the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Cause they, good yeah, point. Cause yeah, they're the only ones that care enough about him to notice that he's in this, you know, purgatory of suffering. <laughs> even, since if he they, was, yeah. even if they have to stalk him from their car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's print. a great movie. So highly recommended. Um, definitely not something you would see these days. And yeah. it's a shame. I think if it actually gotten you know, if we didn't have the the coof and all that, that maybe it might have done fairly well in theaters. I don't know if it was ever going to be released in theaters. It certainly. I think it just went direct to streaming and kind of went under people's radars. And it's, yeah, I think it's a you know winner of the Palm Award kind of kind of movie. Yeah, you know? it just, yeah. It just one of those stupid it, awards with the ferns going up the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> oh, that just means there's going to be child pedophilia in it now. That's all I know. But yeah, we should warn that like there is no like graphic sex in it or anything like that though. You don't. No. Unfortunately, you don't get it. I mean, uh, no rape scene for you. But. <laughs> it's implied. It's non-consensual love scenes. We yeah, keep exactly. saying this, all right? <laughs> so yeah, neo um, noir, dark comedy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sean Bird. I would, I would say that. I mean, that's as yeah. good a sum up as I guess I could think of. I, I just, I didn't have. I mean, yes, I thought the humor, humorous moments were great. I just wasn't laughing out loud. Well, they're or, subtle, you know. They're, they're subtle. They're much more subtle, but I, but I, way better than anything I see at, that passes for comedy these days. That's for sure. Yeah, it's no Pete Davidson movie, but it's, yeah. It's, yeah. So the you uh, obviously uh, haven't seen Amy Schumer's latest. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys uh, before we got stri- before we started, but Citizen X, which I reviewed, have you have either of you seen that before? I never heard of it until I, until no, I saw it. No, so I'm exactly the same. Can't say I've heard of it. So it's a true, it's you know dramatized, of course, but it follows the true story of the this Russian serial killer that was active from like '79 to '90 something, and he killed like 57 people. And the stories it follows when they, you know, first discover a body more or less, and then they find like 16 more at the same time, and it it, it follows these uh, Russian cop forensics expert try to try to catch this guy over the next 10 years. And the the frustrations with the Soviet bureaucracy and all, you know everything you can imagine. You know they don't even want to admit that Russia can have a serial killer because that's a a Western Yankee phenomenon. <laughs> but oh, we've uh, got more serial killers. <laughs> yeah, but it's a great. It was made for HBO back they in. They have 95. they have serial killers. They just put them in charge. Those are mass <laughs> murders. There's a difference. Hey, yeah. You know, it's just a serial killer meeting his you know to to his full ultimate, potential yeah reaching his full potential thank you one man's serial killer is another man's uh stalin that's right yeah but it's a great movie it's made for hbo back in 95 and uh it's a great movie you can find it it's easy to find but uh stephen ray plays a forensic expert with all the with all the with all the um pathos of of <laughs> a greek tragedy donald southern's seen it <laughs> Max Van Cedal, who who doesn't like him? It's a great movie. Makes him merciless. Yeah, his greatest role, some would argue. I, I absolutely that, that five minutes that. he was in the beginning of Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> he was in Star Wars. Yeah, he the was sequel. in the first five minutes and he got killed. You know, I learned something. The I learned sequel. something about Star Trek today. Is that Captain Kirk's son in? Uh, the second one. I did not know that that actor died from age just like a year after making that movie. It was a little longer than that because he was in a episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. I think he mm. died in like ninety or ninety eighty eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was. I yeah, it's just no, shame. No. I guess. Eggy Eggy says he don't think the kid detective title did the movie any favors. 
uh, sounds like a kid. Yeah, but it's if you and that's kind of I think that's, that's part the of the point. ploy. Yeah, yeah, you know that it, you you think you're going into a you know a, 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 an interesting sort of story about a kid detective and everything else and blah 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 and it's just I think that just sets you up for the rug pulling. Yeah. I <laughs> well, I, like, I mean I like the that's title. a problem. You do have to set at least some proper expectations when you go into a movie. Well, the trailer is easiest, so you know you can yeah, watch the trailer. I, I agree. I, I'm yeah. I'm just I I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know how how well they portrayed this as what it was. Um, it's it's just I look. You go in and see this movie. Just keep an open mind, and don't yeah. expect that it's going to be what it might appear to be. And it you is really a, enjoy it. Yeah, it is, which is a, great. It is a serious movie. It's a masterpiece. The title is irrelevant to the quality of the movie. Don't let the title put you off. But that's great that a movie will do that. That I mean, the one thing I've always loved is just going into a film and not knowing anything about it, and then just being surprised at whatever it might be. And so, and quite often you're set up for a film, and you know what it's going to be like, and you know what's going to happen, and everything else, and it's just kind of, eh. Whereas, like I say, sometimes you can be really surprised by things. Yeah, it used to always be that way. You got one trailer. Hopefully, yeah. you saw it in the theaters. You saw a poster, maybe a couple of. Uh... TV commercials, if you happen to catch them, you went in there cold most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, like I say, nowadays, I was talking to somebody about Spider-Man the other day, and he said in the cinema, when the whole thing with, with the other Spider-Mans came through, the audience went nuts. And to me, I just thought, because uh, I watched it at home, I didn't see it in the cinema, but I was like, yeah, but I knew that was going to happen, because... Annoyingly, I write for a yeah. movie website, and all that was all that was ruined. Yeah, and yeah. Like I say, you go online now, and that's exactly what happens. You know that unfortunately, these there are people on there who are like, "Oh, we found out that so and so is in so and so, and he's playing whatever." And it's just like, "Thanks, thanks for that. You've just ruined ruined all the hard work that they've just done. Well done." You know that 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 on a little tangent that that sort of thing where you know you know because we're always following that stuff. You know, it kind of ruins stuff for us. It, it, it's weird to me that um, after talking about reading about movies and stuff all the time on the website, and then we still come on here, and I still enjoy it. It's completely the opposite on my website, where I have to, you know, talk about shoot test guns. <laughs> all way, like I, I, when when somebody that likes guns, like hey Sean, I like I don't I don't leave me alone. I don't want to talk about it. But with movies, you know, I, endlessly, uh, you know, have you guys ever found yourself <laughs> burnout on your where you know somebody that's not us on this? wants to talk about me like man i have to do that all the time i don't want to talk about it no That's i'm not quite the case happy to me. yeah not with i don't me. i don't get a chance to nerd it out very often so when i do i go for it That's are, probably are you the kidding deal. i have to do at least three lines of coke just to get on this thing every week <laughs> it's, it's all i could do to keep from cutting myself right now Listening oh, well. to you two, yeah. I'm sorry, my joy Sean, brought you more. <laughs> I was just going to say, Sean, we're not trying hard enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead inside. Isn't that enough for you? Uh, oh, so then segueing into Star Trek. Well, no. Before, before we get in, before oh. we get into Star Trek, because we're talking about black comedies here, and okay. I did want to talk about. I I just got done watching uh, Tropic Thunder. Now, disavow. <clears throat> disavow. Oh, well, have you seen it? Well, you said black comedy, and I assumed you were going to make a joke about blackface, and no. since that's racist, you know, I was going to, I was going to go ahead and get that out. That was of a life. preemptive. That was a preemptive yeah. disavow. <laughs> no, it's a great movie. It's 
I I had not seen it for at least 10 years. Um, I watched it a few times when it first came out. And in the intervening time, we've had everything from Harvey Weinstein to the Will Smith slap to the ridiculous stars. Hang on, sorry. The Will Smith what? (laughs) (laughs) I've been living under a rock in a cave with my fingers in my ears. (laughs) Um, We had that ridiculous Imagine video that Gal Gadot put out. Just the self-involvement. And I'm watching this thing. I'm like going... You know, I thought it was like taking that turning up to 11, but now I know it's only at about a seven, apparently, compared to real life. And I'm pretty sure that Les Grossman, Tom Cruise's character, is probably the most evil fictional character ever created, (laughs) which I... Pretty sure is based on Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, or, or probably a number of producers or from any, America. Yes. Any, any you know one I mean? of them, yeah. probably. I mean, yeah. even Darth Vader grew a conscious by the end of Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm watching this go, you know, the, the self-involvement. I mean, I, I was kind of struck by all the layers of self-involvement and insecurity. There's not one person, except for maybe Jerry Baruchel's character, it's not one person in that movie that isn't a complete piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's only he's only the good guy because he's like fresh faced. He's fresh faced. He hasn't yeah. been ruined yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was the only one that correctly kind of, oh my God, the insecurity in this. You know, I just, <laughs> just can't take it anymore. But they are the, 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 the layers of self-involvement that just keeps piling on to um, both Robert Downey Jr. characters and Stiller's character. Oh, it's a chef's kiss. Yeah. Of, was, of what I found great was, I thought it was great that when Disney decided to go full woke and make Iron Man black, it still means Robert Downey Jr. can still play him. Yes, he can. <laughs> he it's can one of the greatest him. lines in the movie. He, it's like, hey, what do you mean, you people? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. And the real black guy goes, what do you mean? mean, you people? I love it. When he goes to punch him, he catches it. He goes, that word, 200 years. And he starts that spiel. About it. Well, he starts in uh, doing the Jefferson's theme song. Because yeah. <laughs> everything they know is surface level. Everything they yeah. are is surface level, and they think yeah. they're deep. And I thought yeah. that, you know, as I was watching this, I'm like, that's really, I mean, they nailed it. And they don't mm-hmm. ca- they don't care who they hurt. Um, <laughs> Grossman gives him a, a gives a Matthew McConaughey's character, who is Stiller's agent, gives him a a Gulfstream <laughs> yeah. just to shut up. It's like, okay, so he dies. We don't care. We're not paying him. <laughs> he has no conscience whatsoever. And the um, fake, the, even the fake trailers before the movie starts oh, are great. They're fantastic. And I'm like, oh, this this it's it's sad to me that this film is actually more relevant than, yeah. it, than it was before. Um, and yet it's it's more relevant, but you will never see anything like it again for no, a long time. No. no. The, the perfect moment that really, I think, encapsulates all of Hollywood and their, their fake their fake projection of caring is the um, is the whole uh, conversation between Stiller and Robert Downey Jr. about Simple Jack. Simple Jack <laughs> was the retard <laughs> character they played. And he's like, uh, uh, yeah, well, the Academy doesn't do that stuff. He's just like, what do you mean? It's like, well, you never go full retard. 
what? It's like you never go full retards. So take a look at uh, take a look at Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man. You know, slow, yes, but he was doing all that cow carting things. He wasn't retarded, no. And then he compares it to what, like Sean Penn or something. Yeah, like Force Force Gump, Tom Hanks. You know, slow, yes. Uh, Learning disabilities, yes, but guy was shaking hands with fucking three presidents. (laughs) Retarded, no. He says they both got Oscars. He says you never go full retard if you're not if you're not sure about that. Talk to Sean. I am going to have to talk to Sean Penn. Sean Penn did. I am Sam. Went home empty handed. Yeah, yeah. Am I good? You. You know, the whole point is, like, fuckers, you're supposed to be showing the plight of actual mentally handicapped people, and you don't give a fuck about any of that. (laughs) It's all about how to get the Oscar, right? And and it's just, like, layers of narcissism upon layers of narcissism. It makes you... I it's had to wonder amazing. about how self-aware they were even making that movie because I'm sure they all <laughs> congratulated themselves on being like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not like them. We're making fun of them." But you know, they're just as bad. It's, it's, um, it, it's. If you haven't seen Tropic Thunder, you haven't seen it in a while, especially given yeah, all the, it's... the, events that have happened over the past decade since it's been out. Actually, it's what 14, 15 years, two thousand eight. Um, give it another watch, cool. and it's like, oh my god, this is this is even more prescient than I thought. And Tom Cruise is an absolute. Oh, he's the best discovery part of the movie, in that whole thing. He is. He is great, man. Like I say, it's been a and they long hit, time since I seen. Well, when that. that first came out, they didn't say he was in it. That was a surprise. Like they didn't. Yeah. They hid that. Remember I, as they, I remember the first time I watched it, I was kind of, is that Tom Cruise? That's, that's <laughs> I, could, Tom I couldn't Cruise believe it. it. You know? I know. <laughs> They had plans to make a Les Grossman movie, if you'll recall, but I guess they, you know, I don't yeah. know why they, they shit-canned it. But Probably because they couldn't me, find a reason too. to have Tom Cruise run at top speed in the Les Grossman <laughs> yeah. outfit. Probably because that character hit a little too close to home for most of the people that would have been involved. In, <laughs> After Weinstein got busted, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we better... Uh, I can just see the producer on set going, hmm. Who's this remind me of? <laughs> <laughs> Are they poking fun at me? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> it is, and and a bonus point to the movie is all of the uh, uniforms are actual, accurate Vietnam era uniforms. Not yeah. The, oh, yeah. That, How about? I mean, even the guy that wrote the book that supposedly was in there, yeah, he was fake. fake. <laughs> that was Nick Nolte's character. It was all based on his experiences, and he he running around with two hook hands. It turns out his hands are fine. He's lying about the whole fucking thing. Wasn't even in Vietnam. It wasn't even there. It's like it's all horse. Everybody in, involved in this business is horseshit. It's a great movie, um, except that, for that maybe Danny McBride. He just wants to blow shit up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> though, about- as much as I like that movie, I still don't like Ben Sealer. I don't think he's funny. Uh, him, himself, everybody in that movie, I think, mm. did a great job. But him, I just, I don't like him. I don't think he's. Funny. I know what you mean. No, I know what you mean. I, in general, I agree. I think he worked just fine in this movie. I think he did. Yeah, a good he. Job. Yeah, you know, I remember reading that he said that he got the idea to make that movie after he was in Empire of the Sun, after seeing how over serious all the other actors were. For, for that movie, you guys remember that one, the Steven yep. Spielberg movie? A great movie, mm. by the way. Yeah, and so he was like, they took it so soon, they were so, you know, up their own asses, and he said that that's what gave him the idea to make this movie about guys <laughs> making a war movie. 
Well, I mean, every um, every character Jack Black is is fantastic in it. The rapper yeah. dude is the one that cracks me up Al, the most. Al Pacino. He, Al Pacino. Yeah, because he's gay, but doesn't. What oh yeah. yeah. What, he he says Lance, and then he's yeah. sitting there in there with Lance, like some guy. I I forget who it is, but some famous Lance guy. Lance from the one of those boy bands. Yeah, from, the, from Backstreet Boys or one of those. I I don't know, but the whole thing is. From beginning to end, it's a masterpiece. And, and you know, it's, and it looks like a blockbuster action movie yeah. too. Man. Like the production yeah. quality is amazing, considering it's a comedy. I've been rewatching The Office, and and just that line about um, Vietnam is Michael said to somebody, um, "Oh, so and so, yeah." When I got back from Vietnam, and Michael goes, "Oh, I hear it's lovely there," <laughs> and it was like obviously, you know, <laughs> not while I was there, it wasn't. No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's 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 so well done and it's just i mean it shits on the oscars it shits on the hollywood business it shits on actors it shits on writers and novel it shits on everybody and i think accurately oh yeah it's a it's a it's a comedy masterpiece that was made during that time in the early 2000s when the, when there was some legit pretty good comedies coming out too i think yeah yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm gonna have to definitely revisit it. So I it's wanted to talk about it because I was like watching it, just going, "This is better and worse than I thought." Worse yeah. that <laughs> the real worse world is way. worse than I thought. You know. So before we go to the to the Star Trek, we got about ten minutes for the next hour. Me and George have both seen the Contractor, right? George, you commented yeah. very disappointing, like just just lame, wasn't it? It was. I was. Right I, I was looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was. You know, going to be a decent action movie. Chris Pine generally pretty good, and it started out quite interestingly. But then, annoyingly, kind of when it went to Germany, it it just got stupid and, like you say, completely predictable all the way through. Yeah. And the bit that really, really killed it for me. Somebody else made the comment in the um, uh, in, in the talkback was. Ben Foster at the end was a moron. I thought you was the one that said that. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but I mean, both of us were saying that, and I was thinking, right, what on earth is he doing? Even I know, you know, don't run out into the open in front of lights and everything else. You might as well have just gone, I'm going to put my gun down now, take a shot, and, and it was just, yeah, yeah, it really, really, really disappointing ending. Um, I I did think it was, like I say, it was like the, uh, what did I say, extraction, yeah. which I thought was... was I thought betterly done, how technically well. I know you sort of said that the guys were still technically not very good, but I enjoyed watching that. Whereas yeah, this was more, just. Yeah, I enjoyed. Or, wait a minute, did you say extraction? Yeah. You know what? When you said that, I need to correct myself. I, for some reason, I thought you were talking about um, Triple Frontier, the Netflix one with being Affleck and stuff. I got that confused. That's another action movie, and it's a, and it's a lot of fun. It's sort of um, these these. Uh, it, these veterans go down to rob a cartel, uh, Mexican cartel guy. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Okay, but anyway, I, for some reason, when you said Extraction, I thought of that movie. But yeah, no, Extraction. I was talking about the one with Thor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Extraction uh, is pretty good. I, the, you know, obviously it's got Hollywood action, but yeah, it's not. But um, Triple Frontier has got some tactical stupidity where they're all like taking fire and he's like, go to the right and screaming at the other dude. And it's like, you just yelled out what you're going to do to the guy up on the mountain that you're trying to get to. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Extraction yeah. is great. Triple Frontiers is a entertaining action movie too. Both better than the Contractor, which is a by the I, so. It couldn't. I think if 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 I don't want to say more lighthearted, but they try to make it very almost documentarian or like a documentary. You know, the, in some of the sh- some of the, at the opening, it was very much shot like that, and then it was just kind of it took itself too seriously. But not seriously. The, the problem is, it, it went into like, oh, we're going to make this like a Jason Bourne, but then they couldn't pull that off because it's no. not. I don't know if Chris Pine doesn't have the, you know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe but, his knee is actually messed yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and it's like it was so dull, and it had so much potential. I think, but then it just got, it was so predictable and dull and the ending dumb. The, even the final climax was just not what you it expect was, from an action movie. Again, again, when they came in and they just started shooting, I did think to myself, surely they'd have silences. You know, uh, with all the tactical gear they got, they just literally go in and start shouting, we're attacking everybody now, everybody get ready. The thing <laughs> about it was, he could have said, like, where's Rusty? He's inside, he could have just walked in and been like, hey, buddy, and then just shot him. Yeah. So they yeah. get out and they start a firefight with a guy still 100 yards away in his house. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it was... Eggie's just asked, Sean, have you seen 13 Hours? That was the Michael Bay one, wasn't it? Yeah, I have seen 13 Hours. And I, I think it's a real good movie. It's a real good movie. I To me, it was... I didn't like it as much because I saw Jim too much as Jim. Jim, uh, John Gravinsky. I, I love The Office, The American yeah, my, Office. And just, I my, just saw him as... That's what my girlfriend said because she was a big fan. It's like, I would just see him. I was like, yeah, well, I never watched it. So to me, he's just some guy I've never seen in a movie before. And, no, no, fair enough, yeah. You know. um, I mean, yeah, like I say, you know, it's got, you know, Michael Bay tropes in it. But but he kind of controls himself a little bit because it's based on a on a real event. And um, I like it. I think it's got some great action in it. It's got some great gunplay in it. There's a couple of things I could nitpick, like the gun that uh, – James da- James Badgedale uses in it didn't exist until like three or four years after those events happened. But you know, <laughs> I'm, only me and a couple other people would notice that. No, yeah. completely taken out by this thing. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ruined it for you. <laughs> I, I have the same problem when they show computers on screen. You know, oh, yeah. and, they, and they they show you know Bob's operating system that doesn't exist, things like that. The worst one is when somebody types and graphics appear on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like look no, at you, James, never. doing. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Know, yeah, I was watching Weird Science this morning, and I was thinking that's probably one of the most egregious examples of that sort of things. Like, oh, we got to <laughs> navigate this maze to hack into the. Okay, that one. And was, I love the fact that, that the maze has scary skulls in it. I know, but it's still you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. like I say, tongue was firmly placed in cheek with that. Okay, so Yoda's done another line, so now we can talk about Star Trek. Yeah, okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> You're supposed to say, I'll fuck anything that moves. You're supposed to come back <laughs> on the camera and scream that, remember? Uh, my dog's that was funny already. I need to... <laughs> <laughs> the ending of the kid detective played out on live stream. <laughs> um, you want dark? Yeah. Let's go dark. Speaking of inappropriate <laughs> sexual references, let's talk about Star Trek, the motion picture. Let's, which is, I can't wait. That entire movie is pretty much about sex. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. 
But he's Decker at the end, yeah, because he just wants to get laid. Yeah. And so he joins. He, he basically kills himself oh, so he on. can get, get some. There, they're sitting there in, in the in the V'ger orifice, and it looks like a giant sphincter <laughs> butthole. You know, sometimes giant space vaginas are just giant space vaginas, Yoda. <laughs> they don't mean anything else. Yeah, that's right. They don't, they don't mean anything. They just don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's not subtext. That's just text. Yeah. Uh, um, I... I I actually love Star Trek, the motion picture, and I know a lot of people don't. And no, I, think I, part, I, part, I, I love it. You have never even seen it. You I like have it. seen it two or three times, as a matter of fact. <laughs> the director's no, cut, I think, is great. The Ray Wa- uh, I'm sorry. So what does it add? What does the director's it cut It actually give removes quite a bit. Like that long, drawn-out portion. That is still there, but it, it's... The way it's paced and the way they do it in the movie, it works better. And a lot of it has to do with removing some. One of the things that Eggy and I talked about, I got I to learn to finish a, a fucking sentence when I try. <laughs> so it might interrupt synapses always bang. One of the things Eggy and I talked about was the poor dialogue in the new Star Trek. How it all sounds like you're, you know, the friends in the coffee shop instead of actual Military people, professionals, <laughs> confident, right? Hi, Captain. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Do you want a coffee? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you joke. It's about that bad. And wow. in Star Trek, the motion picture, there are a few moments in there. Um, there's there's one moment where they're watching, they, like he has the entire crew in the, in the big rec room. And they're watching what's happened on screen. And he says, viewer off. And Uhura just kind of waits there, just like take, you know, overtake it with emotion. He has to repeat it. Fewer off. No, they re- they remove that. She immediately hops to. She does her she does her deal. There's is that a, an improvement or is that? I find it to be an improvement. There's little moments that they remove that take out some of that emotional loss of of decorum, loss of professionalism. There's a moment where the the two. The two people that get beamed over and they turn into, you know, yogurt or whatever happens to them. And Kirk actually says, oh, my God. And they remove that out of there. He just they just said he says, uh, Starfleet, did you get it back? You know, it's all. It, it, and it, first of all, just tight those little moments. They tighten up the pacing. And then um, I don't know. It just it just it just keeps it going. And then there's some some nicer special effects that they've added here and there. Mm. You get a much better look at the what the V'ger spaceship looks like. I get a better idea of its dimensions. And, you know, it's basically just a long cigar. And um, I thought it was a vagina. I get, now I'm very I'm very confused. No, it's, <laughs> is, it, 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 is we, this we, a trans V'ger now? Is it? Yes. <laughs> The one lady comes on there and has to tell everybody about her oath of celibacy. You know, it's like, is this a thing that they have to do? In sale movie. <laughs> so they, they, I mean, the whole idea of it is, is interesting to me. They have Spock who has left uh, Starfleet to undergo a, what they call the Colonel ritual, which is basically to, remove all emotions from him um mm. and it's a, it's more of a training and and i guess you fascinating can, yeah it is um <laughs> you know what i'm just gonna go me and george here <laughs> screw you man i'm sorry i'm sorry i, I don't know well, yeah. 
Uh, you know, we did you, you say all this. first, but you know what? You, you got to be a big dick in the back. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. A big um, titty baby. This is really weird, though, because all the stuff you're saying, I didn't see much of that. I don't remember in the original Kirk and Spock having a three-way with Uhura. Um, I may have downloaded the wrong one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very special that, edition, the one I saw. <laughs> You're confusing that with Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, because again, you kept saying Vija, but that wasn't the name in the film I watched. No. <laughs> Vagina. Vagina. I'm trying to come up with a pun here. It's not Vagina. Uh, um, it's weird that you say that those things, because funny enough, I haven't seen Star Trek The Motion Picture for a long time, and I, I did thoroughly enjoy it. I did notice the difference in the special effects, but it was all the little stuff that I didn't notice because I kept thinking this isn't much more of a uh, I didn't notice it was much of a director's cut but you're actually saying quite a lot of, well not quite but, but a, a lot of the scenes have there, have changed there's a lot of little moments that get pulled out uh it's shortened tightened up um the the when they blow up the asteroid you actually see it explode now and, and Sean yeah. wants to know if they cut out some of the shit porn of the you know the long look at the I guess when it's in dry nope, dog that that part is there and no, it's glorious. Yeah. <clears throat> Did they really you know? But they do put a boost. reflection over Shatner like it, like you're seeing it through the window and they show the reflection of the ship on there. Just yeah, it's nice. I like I like the ship porn because I it think did. that's the best looking Enterprise still. So they restored it too, right? It's been like not it's just in 4K. It yeah. looks great and. I, I just I like I like the things that are going on with the characters because you know Kirk is what well, I started to talk about Volk, uh, Spock getting rid of his emotions and then by the end he comes to a realization that without you know just pure logic you have no meaning mm. there's no meaning in your life unless you have some sort of emotional motivation to give life meaning and that's what mm. Viger needed he was a complete and utter logic no emotions whatsoever. And then um, Kirk, on the other hand, he's he's a yeah he's a complete dick at the beginning, taking over the ship, taking it from mm. from from Will Decker. Which, knowing Stephen Collins' problems later on, you kind of think, yeah, take it away from that guy. He's gonna. <laughs> Is he not the same guy that starred in a, one of my all-time favorite TV series, Tales of the Gold Monkey? No, I don't think that was him. He was in that Seventh Heaven show forever. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah, it turned is out he the, molested one of his. Guy? Yeah, he it, molested it, all kinds of. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. He's he was the guy that yeah. started in the Indiana Jones exploitation TV series. Was that him? I didn't T know that was him. Yep. I I'll have to look that up. George, you need to track that down and watch it. By the way, <laughs> no, sir. I'm being dead serious. It is. It was too good for TV in its time. Yeah. Okay. It was great. It's like imagine a Indiana Jones ripoff. Set pre World War Two, and the and the and the Asia Pacific, uh, still you know still Nazis and the Imperial Japan. It's great, dude. I it probably I think they canceled it because it cost too much to make. He's a pilot instead of being a you know, it's 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 great. If you also notice that Decker and Ilea, um, she's from Delta. They had a history when they meet together on the ship. It's clear that he just ran off because he wanted to do his career. It's clearly a Riker, you know, Riker and and uh, Deanna Troy, who's from Beta instead of Delta, Beta Z. They they just repurpose those two characters for next gen. 
so why was her head shaved is what i will always wanted to know i think was she an alien or she's was she an alien she was a big benny hill fan According according oh, to so the guys, uh, oh, just no culture with you two. Yeah, I'm going to just like that up. Funny, so there's no use. No, to... but he was a bull. You know, she was just oh, he just wasn't. Anyway, anyway, so she's an alien. Yeah, she. They apparently, according to the novelization, the Deltons are like just pheromone factories and just walking in the room. The, like, all the guys go. Hey. Oh man, that's why you that have to have an oath of celibacy. They're like, oh man, that you have done chick bullshit. Is... <laughs> Apparently, Will Smith has. Yeah. Hey oh. I can just hear little feet going. <laughs> Come out to Sean and go smack. <laughs> oh, hey, Will. Yeah. yeah. He well, her, her, her little millimeter line of alopecia. Oh, shut up! Shut up, Jada. I don't want to hear yeah. about it. If you're, if you're that, if you're that bad that i'm i need a fucking handicap sticker for my car so i can same here actually i might yeah i was gonna say i might shave my head so i can get a handicap sticker. she's got more she's got more hair than i do (laughs) me too at least on the top of her head you know (laughs) (laughs) anyway so go on and go on yoda (laughs) madic is always uh going after my comb over what what you think uh, so you think i don't know i don't care (laughs) what do you want me to do we're too old to care about that shit anymore. Yeah, that's so right. If I could grow the, it, I would. Yeah. Like save, somebody said, it's, it's a solar panel for a sex machine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard that before? I've never heard that, but now I'm going to save it. And I'm, I'm, it I'm stealing that. <laughs> it was, it's been a long time t-shirt over here. You see bald men wearing a t-shirt saying, it's not a bald spot, it's a solar panel for a sex machine. <laughs> doing my best to keep the sun burned down that's all yeah <laughs> um so yeah like i say it's been a long time since i've seen it and does i thought the update on the graphics does it end was... any different no it's basically the same and again i i really i watching it especially after watching what they <laughs> call star trek these days it's just such a breath of fresh air and i i I do like some of my sci-fi to be like a 2001 uh, or, or some of these sci-fis that are slow and methodical and, and take their mm. time. Um, I, I don't, I don't mind that if it's got something to say. And I think there's a lot more going on in Star Trek, the motion picture that people give it credit for. They just say, Oh, it's boring or it just takes forever. It's like, you know, there's a lot of character development. There's a lot of stuff going on and it's, you know, mm. if you, if you love Star Trek, you, you should I will find say a lot as- to like in it. As a, as an as somebody that's not a fan of it, I will say that I did not find it out of um, you know I, I didn't find it j- jarring differently than the than the series and stuff. So to me, I never thought it was like. I guess if I went in it expecting the J.J. Abrams version of of a movie, I yeah. would be like, oh. But but to me, it you know it seemed in line with the rest of the of the series so i i never thought of it as like too slow or whatever you know? I, I funny enough i i see i haven't seen the original series for many many years now and i felt well, i gave you was... a top 10 list so oh yeah yeah of course and i watched all through that and I, all four hours of it, of it. You did. oh yeah it was it was fantastic but i didn't think the mo- the, the i motion know you're picture... lying because you're still alive <laughs> <laughs> you would yeah. have killed yourself about hour two. 
Uh, Sean Bird brings up an excellent question. What does God need with the starship? That is a good question. <laughs> that is the only with... one of the original movies that you could objectively say isn't good. Yeah, I, I think agree with all that. the rest of them are much better. I think three is better than they than people give it credit for. Mm. All the I like the third one. Well, some, one somebody good. said that two. Somebody said that two, three, and four is almost like the perfect trilogy. It is. Yeah. I like. But what I was saying was, is the original the original TV <laughs> some, some loser <laughs> some, said that. some 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 random some, some asshole like, did a whole forty minute yeah. video on it. I wonder who that was. <laughs> but. The, I, like I say, I don't really remember the original TV series, but I thought the tone of the motion picture was quite different from the original TV series. And I kind of think, I love Robert Wise, don't get me wrong, I think the guy is great, but I can't help but feel he was kind of the wrong director for that. I I don't think... Watch the, four, the, the director's cut and, you know, with fresh eyes and see if it if it's still... The way you remember it or if it feels like it, it moves along i did i watched me. it this week oh you did okay so do you yeah. do you still feel that way because that he got interfered with like crazy and they they had they were going to do a summer release and it didn't come out till christmas it was it was a whole big let's race to star wars and i think he understood that star trek was not star wars which i really appreciate yeah. and he seemed to really understand the characters or at least gave them don't get me Proper wrong. Respect. I think that, yeah, the characters were brilliant, and I thought that the way that they developed and everything else was really, really well done. But I just think that the tone of the whole film was more, like you say, kind of in line with, say, like 2001, than it would have been oh, with some of the episodes. There, there's parts of it that absolutely are 2001 exploitation. It's yeah. a, there's like yeah. some of it, yeah. they, they were it like, only oh, 10 years. Know. 11 years yeah. later. I mean, yeah. 2001 was still very much out of the public consciousness. And I would I would say there are, it depends on which episode you're talking about. You know, there are some very serious, no comedy, somewhat slow and drawn out episodes. And you just, you know, the, I'm thinking like Balance of Terror. I mean, that's, that's one where it's basically Oh yeah, submarine. that's a good one. Yeah, real good one. But there's no, there's very little... Um, comedy in that and there's some moments it's just like we're just waiting to see if we see him on censors or something nothing's really happening and it's it's excellent. I mean to be to be perfectly honest I don't think I've seen the original TV series probably since I was a kid Same and I remember I, I, I kind I remember like the tribbles and that kind of thing and and so like I say I always in my mind always had it as quite that camp show with a few laughs thrown in here and there and that kind of thing. And so I suppose, like I say, if I watch them all again now, like I say, I might actually be surprised. So maybe I should, maybe I should revisit them. Yeah. I but watched the, the three episodes to... on the toilet this morning. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, my, my... You on the toilet for that long. You should see a doctor. Well, you know, my... I had it running know, at my... double speed. My clearest memory of the original series is actually the, uh, the cartoon series that was, you know, well, the animated or whatever, you know, it was the same characters, but, yeah. What's the deal with that? How come you guys never talk about that? Is it like hated by the the fan base or something? Or no, what's... it's not hated, but you know, it, it's cheap, and it's kind of a shame because with animation, there's things you could have done that that were just impossible at that time doing mm-hmm. live action. Are and those they, stories canon to the? Not rest of the any. Uh, they've pulled some things out of there that have become canon. 
um, you know, Spock having a, a, a big bear as a boy and, and having troubles as a kid. Uh, I think Robert April was introduced on that as the first captain of the Enterprise before Pike, and I think that's canon now. So I, I think it's more of a pick-and-choose kind of thing, but I would say no, it's not canon. It's It's got mostly original voices in there, and it's not bad, but it's it's not great either. There's maybe yeah, one I, or two really good episodes, and then... Just I just really... remember, yeah, I don't, I haven't seen it since like the early '80s, so I don't remember enough about it to, to know if qual. You know, you, you see something as a kid that you might think's great, and yeah, yeah. It exactly. Turns out it ain't, you know. So I don't remember how the quality of it. I know that nobody talks about it anymore, so I figured it must be, you know. I'm going to have to revisit it because, like I say, it's been far too long since I've seen them, and there's there's only about three series in there, three seasons. Uh, the original series, yes, and then there was like yeah. one and some change of the animated series. Man, they really got their money's worth out of replaying those, did <laughs> three seasons? <laughs> I mean, Made just this. enough for syndication, and once yeah. it once it got syndicated in the seventies, it really took off. It was far was more it? popular than they understood that it was <laughs> yeah. um, back in the day, even. But it, you know, became this juggernaut and. Now it's completely ruined. There's some TV shows in the UK like that. There's some, you guys probably never heard of them, but there was a, um, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, there was a little animation called Bagpuss, and there was another one called Mr. Ben. And I swear there was like 100 episodes of them, but I found the other day that both of them only had about 13 episodes. And I was thinking, no, 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 as a kid, I remember watching hundreds of them, but they were just literally 13 what episodes repeated. Was that, was that repeated. first one called Back, Bagpuss? <laughs> Backpuss, yeah. Backpuss. Is that some sort of doggy it, style thing? What that's it? what I call my ex-wife, oddly enough. Oh no! See, it was a it was a, a cute little story about a little, and there was a shop, and, and the shopkeeper no, the shopkeeper <laughs> would put something new in the window every day, and it was all secondhand stuff, and all the things would come to life and then tell a story about what it was, and Bagpuss was the main character. He was a big fat cat. Oh, that sounds amazing, Joy. That's so British. It just oh, I can't. <laughs> It was cute. Don't have a go at that. Eggie, stick out for me. And Sean. Oh, no, not Sean. <laughs> He's American, isn't he? Eggie, stick out for me. Danger Mouse is the only good thing to come out of the Brits. Uh, you don't like Danger Mouse? Uh, and Pinfold? Yeah, oh, it was God. all right. Cute. David Jason was good in that, but... Um, yeah, no, it's not as good as I remember. But like, Mr. Ben was great as well because Mr. Ben used to go to a costume shop, get changed into a costume like an astronaut, and then he'd go through the magic door at the back, and then he'd be in outer space and have a little adventure in outer space. It was great. That sounds so dumb. Oh, it was like 1970s. Give us a break. <sighs> anyway, start. We had, we you had, know that, we you had know Saturday the... morning shows about dune buggies that would come to life when you beeped a horn so let's not get too hard on him all right we also had thundar yeah. the barbarian too a guy with a laser sword that that's right smash that was from the 70s hr puffin stuff i mean come on oh that's don't what tell is. me there wasn't tons of drugs going on there well i didn't say we had anything <laughs> was, there I'm no just we did that, not i'm just I'm saying, just saying that, that was lame i still say you guys have got to beat captain pugwash because that was a that was a, that was a story about um literally gay pirates called Captain Pugwash and there was Roger the Cabin Boy and and loads of other stuff and it turns out that Pugwash is um something that happens to gays after they've had fun. 
So what you're saying is Pirates of the Caribbean is a remake of that. Yes. I'd believe that. Yeah, there you go. See, like, Eggie says, look, Bagpuss was a pink cat. And it was good. It was, as a, as a kid, I fondly remembered it. A puss that is pink, of course. <laughs> They're all pink <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> You're just ruining my childhood. <laughs> well, better we're us for. than Hollywood, huh? Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we got Beverly Hills Cop 4 coming. Oh, I can't wait for that. Speaking of speaking of bad movies, then did you, have you guys yet seen the bubble? No, I've seen it. Uh, I can watch it, but I I just passed over it because I assumed it would be stupid. The bubble. Oh, is that the one where they're making the, the new... movie? Okay, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, I was looking forward to that. I thought this might have something there, and then I read your review, and I was like, nope, I guess not. <laughs> I, what got me about it was is I. I cannot understand. I have never seen a movie where the actors have literally no chemistry at all between any of them. I, I swear there were some scenes that it seemed like the actors weren't even in the room together. The acting was kind of that bad. They, they were green been. screened. Yeah, and, possibly uh, it, it would. It would explain a lot, but it was just, it was, uh, I, the, the, I giggled at the beginning Yes, I do remember Chaunton and the Wheaties. That was great. With that wicked old witch. They were talking about old decent um, cartoons now. But at the beginning, I liked the fact that it said Cliff B6, which was the movie that they were making in the movie. And they had the font very similar to Jurassic Park. And I thought, oh, that's that's quite funny. That was the last time I laughed. Because the rest (laughs) of it was just, there was just nothing in it. Karen Karen Gillan... it's got the most beautiful Scottish accent, so they made her American, obviously. Um, and just the rest of the cast, like I say, David Coveney has been funny. Evolution is a great that? movie. I didn't know he Yeah, was. Man, he's really oh. fallen off the radar, isn't he? Oh. And then also, Leslie Mann is in it, who is married to Jude Apatow, and it shows why nepotism shouldn't be allowed. Uh, again, you know, she was I just... I like li- Leslie Mann. Is she just not So do I. Or is oh, it- no, I... I've, I'm, I am a fan of her. I like her. But in this, nothing. And then they've also got her, um, their daughter in there. Iva, I think. Ira, I think she's got Ira Apatow. Oh, she was she was playing a TikToker who had been cast in the movie for like, you know, just to try and boost the figures and everything else. And either she's a brilliant actress who played this completely non-plus TikToker really well, or just I don't know what it was. It was just, it was bad. It's my new level of, you know, how bad was that film? Oh, it was pretty bad, but not as bad as the bubble. <laughs> that, you, you remember when, uh, mainstream that movie about where, uh, what's his name? The, not the, the guy that was Spider-Man, not Tom Holland, but the, the one they only made to Garfield. Andrew, oh, Garfield. Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. 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 So he's like a social media star, on YouTube and stuff, it's about that. Do you, you guys? That, m- terrible movie, awful, awful movie. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it just come out. He he I was plays. Say, this. Is this is this the one about Zuckerberg? <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, this I'm is kidding. One. <laughs> no, he he. This girl discovers him on the streets and then turns him into a YouTube sensation. And it's supposed to show you, you know, the dangers of YouTube celebrity culture and all that. But it's a fucking terrible movie. Well, that's not something we'll we ever have to anyway. worry about, yeah. is it? Yeah, no danger here. Yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, we have, we have got oh eight viewers. So yep. right. yeah, fame, fame and glory are on their way. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to tell you guys something that I found out. If you if somebody is watching using ad block, it does not show up. So we might actually have more viewers than you think at one time. Oh, funny YouTube, enough, I use ad block on all. YouTube of does now. not count people that are watching with the uh, ad blocks. On, we probably have like nine people watching. No, it didn't go up, did it? Well, it doesn't do it instantly, George. You got to uh, hit refresh or something, probably. No, nothing. <laughs> now, this is some quality radio right here. Radio Silence <laughs> by George Fiddles with his ad blocker. <laughs> For once, it's not me dicking with the technology. Yay! <laughs> Good job. I wanted to see if the numbers went up. It did go up. It did go up. Hold it went it. up great. Yep. Hey. See, I was right about something for once. Oh, oh God. Yeah, eight people are watching. Goodness me. It's, I, I feel like King George as he gives his speech to the, <laughs> to England. I'm so happy well, about that they the could war. be here for the possibly the worst stream we've ever done. I don't know. I thought we started out strong until uh, the last minute or two. <laughs> and, and not, I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny, but we've done way worse than this. That's true. <laughs> right. We've so got we... a pretty low bar there. Uh, you know. yeah. <laughs> You're right. We're just not applying ourselves here. Speaking <laughs> of uh, re re new additions coming out, the uh, 4K RoboCop is supposed to come out shortly. Mm -hmm. And uh, there will be a release of Savage Sisters 4K uh, Blu-ray restoration. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. It's from the 70s. It's one of those exploitation movies made in the Philippines. And it is an absolute treasure. Sid Haig is in it. Uh, it it's How really a lot of fun. There are... <laughs> uh, there's no rapes that I can recall, but there is a castration scene. And the movie is a comedy. It's a comedy action. Clearly. But it is a lot, no, it is a <laughs> lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to do a review of it, and but I really recommend watching it. You, you'd like it. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched uh, Outland. I don't think we talked about that recently. Oh, goodness me. That's um, that's a classic. Sean, Sean Connery. Oh, it's a great. Basically, yeah. High Noon in Space. Yep. Yeah. Um, well well done, except for my my only issue was, was at the end where these uh, idiots just come in here and start just shooting off shotguns in a pressurized <laughs> dome. Not a good yeah. idea. <laughs> Or something will happen. I mean, oh, why, why are they even up there? That's what got me was wow. kind of like you've obviously had to fly everything up there. So who flies weapons up there? I don't. Uh, well, well, they had them for the police force. Is the thing? It's for the you know Sean Connery gets them out of like the police. Yeah, you know. one of them was the police guy that betrayed him. Yeah. And then the other two oh, just suppose, came in yeah. on the shuttle, and I guess they brought their own guns because this was before nine eleven. <laughs> Why would you not want to take a gun into outer space, George? Do you know that there's aliens? That have you never seen the movie? Yeah, haven't alien? you seen a movie, George? <laughs> have you never seen the movie? Ah, going out there with a nuke? Are you so, kidding? Yeah, no. Sorry, I did watch that documentary, Alien. Yes. <laughs> so you tell me you wouldn't want a gun if you were exposed to one of those things? Such no, I, I have, such a I have, a, I have a stick with a pointed end and a strongly worded letter here. <laughs> you do have to be careful about shotgunning an alien. That that blood will tear up shit real quick. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Hicks found out that you have to be careful when you shotgun an acid-blooded alien. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of sci-fi films that uh, 
I don't know if you've seen this or even like it, but Runaway with uh, Tom Selleck and it's on my list. Yeah. I've seen it. I once, love that movie, and I didn't I like it. But that was like I was a dumb teenager at the time, thinking it was something different, and I'd really like to give it another shot. Uh, but one thing I want to mention with Outland, um, the the doctor Francis Sternhagen, she's an absolute joy in that movie. Yeah, she is so oh, great. You- in that documentary of um, uh, which Cecil was part of last week, um, In Search of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. they said that they originally wrote the part for a guy, but then they cast her sort of almost last minute, and she just said she did everything as a guy would. Yeah, and it just came off so much better than than if it was I, a I was a regular guy. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a great movie. It's a it's a shame that nobody talks about it hardly anymore. No, it's by the same guy who did Twenty Ten. A great mo- another yeah. excellent yeah. movie. So I I, I, think, I found I that think, out in my research, and I thought I'm going to have to watch this. So I finally got a copy and went through because I remember watching it like it was one of those that showed up on Saturday afternoon TV on your UHF channel uh, every yeah. once in a while, and um, I hadn't seen it. Oh God, twenty years maybe longer. And uh, got a very good. nice copy of it. Watch it. I was like, this is, this is great. How come this is, is not well movie. remembered? I don't know. It's a good question. It's that It is a great movie. And 2010, I argue, is more entertaining and fun than 2001. <sighs> I mean, yeah, very yes no. I think, funny right. enough, but in I, that, in that same documentary, Peter Haynes said that he was determined not to make 2001 and make it and make a complete. And apparently, Stanley Kubrick said to him, "If you're going to do that, make something which is completely different to the original," uh, which is what he did. He yeah, Kubrick very... has a very distinct style, and either you like it or you don't. I and I think, I think he, either you're intelligent enough to understand it, or you're Sean. <laughs> Listen, the only Kubrick movie that I legitimately love is Doctor Strange Love, and I like Oh The Shining. I like Full. No, I can't stand The Shining. Oh, you're. I'm I'm sorry, guy. I know people love it, and I get it, but I do not like it. I don't like it. Uh, Full Metal Jacket's all right. Send your emails to contact us (laughs) at Last Movie at Will Forty. Listen, I just don't like it. I don't know why. I'm not saying that it's a bad movie. I just don't. I just don't like it, you know? It's only I mean, got three rapes, so, you know, it's a bit boring. And I don't even get to see the money shot. That's right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but um, one of them is a guy in a buddy suit sucking off. Another. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, I want to see hetero cis-normative rape, not, you know, not weird yeah. furry rape sex. I, I, I don't know. I you think 2001 me- is a better movie. It is a classic for a reason. There's a lot going on in there. It makes you think, and it's you can peel away layer after layer, see all kinds of stuff in it. 2010 is a much more accessible, enjoyable movie, but I don't think that because... I think it's problem... Or it's not really its problem. It's our problem, but it suffers from the fact that it isn't one of the greatest movies ever made. It's just a extraordinarily solid, good movie that yeah, deserves yeah. more acclaim. I think, and it's, it's, I think it's, it's a great. Um, uh, Sean Byrne said, "Runaway is that the one with Gene Simmons?" Yes, it was. Yes, it was the it, one with Gene Simmons. Tom, it's set in the yeah. future where robots are, you know, commonplace. I, I just remember all the robot cockroaches running all over the mm, commercials. Yeah. Yeah, so it's set in the future, and, and and Tom Selleck is a cop that basically is like, imagine the bomb squad, but if the bomb squad guy, you know, went after malfunctioning robots that are, you know, industrial, or whatever, yeah. they're becoming. He's Blade dumb. Runner. 
Yeah, yeah. Except, yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Instead of skin jobs, they're regular, you know, robots. Like, <laughs> you know, early Blade Runner. Yeah, early. yeah. And uh, so uh, it's pretty good. And, and uh, Gene Simmons plays a, you know, a sort of an industrial spy saboteur, maybe you could say. And then it's a, mur- you know, it's a good movie. Man. It's a great movie. The girl that is in the video for Toto's Roxanne is in it. She's hotter than hell. <laughs> I hear that the that the movie I, when when I watched uh, In Search of Tomorrow, they mentioned Runaway mm-hmm. in it, and they say you know it's become more and more um, relevant to today when you have drones and and yeah. you know all yeah. these things that are going on. It's like this is becoming really relevant now. And um, Tom Selleck, man, it's, what do you it want? Is what funny how it is funny how some movies tend to get things right about the future and then others don't. I watched. Running Man again last year, and there's a bit where Arnie walks into a into a place looking for somewhere, and he types on a keyboard, and it was really sort of like, really, they still got keyboards in the future as opposed to voice control and that kind of thing, and obviously just their futuristic sort of like, oh, what could we have in the future? Keyboards? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> well, I mean, the Running Man. I mean, okay, you can you can nitpick some of the technology in that, but I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. the whole That's thing so. about the Running Man is, is the yeah. media lying to everybody oh, yeah. and getting the masses to watch bread and circuses instead of dealing with their own problems. Oh no, that's not at all like today. How would you I mean, how, how long will it be till we actually get a, a show where people are hunted and killed? I got to ask you guys out of one to five stars. What do you rate uh, running man? Four. No, yeah, I'd give it a good, good solid four good as well. Four. You yeah. guys think yeah. that alley of it? I, I think it's I think it's great. I think it is a, again, the things that they are saying in it is stuff that you could conceivably would, say is happening today. Would and you give Schwartz it a four? Is just fun. Would you give it a four back when you first watched it in the eighties? Yeah, I liked it back no, then too. No, I loved it even more when I was a kid because it was nineteen. Yeah, yeah I, I would give was, it a four. You know, and I got it on a dodgy video copy, and you know, <laughs> it was and there was the killings in it and everything. It was it was great. I absolutely loved it as a kid. But no, I still, I again, I saw it last year. Still stands up as a good solid movie. Yeah, yeah I, I think um, I, I just it's funny how all these old eighties movies, you know, like. They, they t- maybe take it too far or they take it to some extreme, but there's like a kernel of shit that's happening now in so many of them. Demolition. Eggie <laughs> uh, just brought up Demolition Man, which of course. Demolition Man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that one is exactly what's happening now. Everything's or, safe I don't know. I, and sanitized give... and, and, you know, everybody the, uh, has to conform. The other Sean Rates Running Man 4.5 out of 5. I would, I'd give it a solid 3. Sean also said that 2010 is for retards. Well, I mean... We you, call, we lit, call them... Sean, we don't call them retards. We call them Sean Thompsons. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's. I, I, stand, I stand by that statement. <laughs> I never said I wasn't a I keep, I keep waiting. The, what, what, is that, right. what is that day going to happen when one of you guys actually get in a car on a plane and you know knock on the door and just punch me right in the face <laughs> you'd never know i've got i've got it i've got to push that envelope at some point i know listen I you'll never know it's coming from me because you know <laughs> yeah, it'll be you'll just open the door and they'll be like why did that hole appear <laughs> what happened to you? i'd be very polite about it hello it's me 
I'm, I'm, Boy, I, mate, I, I I've come to my... smack your right on the nose. <laughs> I'm going to, I am going to shoot you, but at first I've had to apply for a gun, and I've got a two-week waiting list. And so when I, when I finally get it uh, through, you're in a lot of trouble. We don't, we don't do that here, George. There's no waiting. There's that's a that's a Hollywood myth. There's no waiting period. Oh, they? Oh, great. Oh, well, no, only in California. Only in California, and luckily Yoda doesn't live in California, so you can get one like that. Yep. Oh, brilliant. So um, you can. I'll loan to... it to you. I'll loan it to you as a matter. I've got to have to go get one now, apparently. <laughs> uh, and apparently, I've got to file for serial numbers. Is that correct? Uh, <laughs> I get death threats on my show. Yeah, your audience hates you. My co-stars. That's just from the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is the least of my problems. Yeah, we filter out the bad language on the um, on the on the on the chat, so we can't even see that. <laughs> so what's coming out? What's what's coming soon? Because I, well, I mean... Aggie, actually just just to go back, Aggie mentioned earlier about Severance, the TV show, which I have just started watching. It's the one with Adam Scott and Patricia Arquette, and so far, not bad. Um, basically, the the premise of the of the series is I've only watched one episode so far, but he works in a secret department where they kind of blank your memories of what, the outside world. The thing when you glitched. Enter it. The thing glitched when you said the title of this show, and I didn't catch it. What did you say? Oh, sorry. Severance. Severance. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and so. Like I say, when he goes down, he goes down in this lift, and his memories of the outside world are erased. So he works and does all his work, but then he, when he goes back up in the lift, his the, his work time is then erased, but his memories come back for who he is outside. And it's kind of one of the guys has just been fired, but then this guy sort of has found out what this company does. And like I said, I've only one episode in, but so far it's it's quite quite interesting. What's it's quite good. Tally. Uh, no, is it Amazon Prime? Um, so why do they Apple? erase the memories? Have they not revealed that yet? Is that not yet? Just... No, because I mean, I'm assuming that they're kind of like some government secret organization or something or other, and then they're keeping corporate secrets. That old chestnut. Well, I'm assuming. I don't know, but like at work. But it turns out now that his boss hates him at work but it turns out now that his boss is also the old lady who's living next door to him who he doesn't actually know because he just thinks he's the old dear living next door mm. it's quite an interesting premise that if you went to work and they kind of locked your memories into work and and locked your outside memories out that you had two different man wouldn't that, that be got- great you go to work <laughs> and then you don't even remember going so it's like you don't even have a job but you I, get a I, i'm check. confused doesn't that happen to you guys now yeah, I try sit in a cubicle, just dead inside all day. Uh, I mean, come on, uh, no, actually, I, I got to admit, I you know, I mean, I work from home, writing about guns, so not really. <laughs> I can't relate to you plebes. I can't relate to the plebe plebeian class. Uh, I'm not at all depressed now. <laughs> It was so. Oh, it was on Apple TV. So far, like I say, it's been quite interesting. I've quite liked it. So I'll it's, check it um, out. How many episodes has there been? It's got. I think it's only about eight. Moon Knight. Eight? Yeah. It's a TV series. I know, but I thought, like, you you was like, they haven't revealed why they delete the movie. It's only the first episode. Oh, that's what I mean. How many have aired? He's watched one. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I did say several times that I've only watched one episode. If you, you weren't paying attention, I, I understand. I wasn't listening. 
George, oh, do, you have any, talking. do you have any flashcards or some visual aids we can have for this guy? Don't blame me. I was I was trying to pay attention to our dear re- uh, viewers there reading their chat. That's. Uh, Eggy said that um, the Running Man book is yeah I've read it. I, the the best Bachman story for my money is the Long Walk. That's the best story. Uh, I don't know if you guys have read that one, but it, it's basically the, set in the dystopian future where once a year they have this thing where a bunch of uh, boys, I think 18 years old, 17 or 18, they start in Maine and they just start walking south until there's only one left. And the one that's left uh, wins, you know, basically everything you'd ever want. But you have to maintain a speed of four miles uh, per hour because if you drop below it you get three warn you get a warning and for like i think three warnings they just execute you and you can't get out of it like you can't just say i'm out of here and take off they'll kill you you can't quit so it's to the death and then the story follows this you know 20 or 30 boys whatever is they're walking and it's pretty good oh. sounds like has that been made into a movie it huh has it been made into a movie i don't think so it should be but i don't i don't if it has i didn't know about it Oh, it just sounds familiar. It does. And it kind of been a, the, by the. It's kind I was going to say it kind of been the book because I don't read books. It's kind of a yeah, reading's gay. It's a kind of yeah. a rip off of another book called The Long March, where this guy that was in it's a he based it on a, a something that happened to him when he's in the military, where there was like this this uh, colonel that's like, you guys have got to march, you know, fifty miles, and they all hate him, and it's supposed to be their weekend off, and finally they get to the point where they're like, yeah, we'll win by not because they think that he wants them all to like not be able to make it and at the end they're like yeah see we showed you and the guy's like so <laughs> so like so this big thing they thought they were fighting for he's just like i don't so <laughs> you know but it's kind of a very much a rip off of that he's never admitted to it but if you read both of those stories it's pretty clear where stephen king got the idea for the long walk but yeah it is a good story road work is another good bachman book too where this guy gets uh the, they're going to put in a new highway in everybody else's house and land's being bought out to make way, but he refuses because he, he had a kid there and they die, you know, the kid died and he doesn't want to let it go. And his, his wife's like, sell it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, it. and he lies cause he, he has no intention and she finds out and leaves him. And finally he, he at the end, he, it's a big protest where he rigs his house up with dynamite and has a shootout with the police <laughs> and blows it up at the end him, himself including, but you know, I don't know. Actually, Stephen King sounds bought. like your kind of film. It well, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably true. So I'm looking. Not a, it's I'm, a story. I'm, are you two done? God damn it. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm looking through the uh, the releases coming up here. This weekend we had Sonic the Hedgehog two, which I'm hearing is pretty good for what it is. Um, I'd give it a go. I liked the first one. I thought the first one was fun. You would. Yeah, I mean, it was stupid fun. It was, you know, it, it was, was totally. A, it was a kid's... Yeah, it was totally not, fine. Not... I just don't have a lot of. I, you know, I never really played that much Sonic or I had had game consoles or. I don't think that matters. Uh, so... It's not just a little creature <laughs> running around food? picking up rings for two hours. They were very wait, poor. Wait, wait, wait. Did, he, did you say food? Yeah. <laughs> Let alone game consoles. Jesus. Clean uh, water. Ambulance. Was... That's the one with Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that's a Michael uh, Bay's new movie, and I've started to watch that two or three times, and like got bored with it ten or fifteen minutes. Is it is it on streaming? <laughs> Probably, uh, but I was watching it on a uh, <clears throat> website, so gotcha. Sure. Uh, Mike, that tried. I I am kind of wanting to see this everything everywhere all at once. 
Yes, that I do fancy. Me too. A24 again. Yeah. I want to see I got a copy of it on that site, but it's, uh, you know, like somebody with a camcorder in a theater, so I wait. Those are the worst. Yeah, it's like uh, I'm watching. So I might give that I might give that a try. Um, I'm pretty excited for it. Next week we have, let's see, not much. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore, which I could give a shit. I saw a great meme about that, and it said, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And somebody had a picture of a tapeworm and a man's bum. <laughs> oh, God. That's probably better than anything the movie would have in it. I, I don't know. I want to see it because I want to see what Ezra Miller's like in it. Is uh, Does it show Dashcam coming out next month on that list? Or is that... I'm just my... looking at the theatrical releases. Um, I am looking forward to, on April 22nd, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Me too. Yes. The Nicholas Cage. I think a actual documentary. Going, I don't think this is yeah. a fake at all. Uh, you're probably yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Just some cameras following him around for a few weeks and then it is together. <laughs> then there's also is... the Northman, which is the Viking. Oh yeah. Can't wait for that either. Does it? Is it gonna? Does it look good? I haven't seen anything about it. It's that. by Roger Eggers. I think he's called it. It's the guy who did Witch and the lighthouse oh so, oh yeah. I, you got my attention now yes okay yeah, that's exactly what when i does thought that come out? Say. when does that one come uh, out it's, it's the 20 second of this month i yes. have seen some reviews of it annoyingly which is a bit frustrating because and like i say it's kind of one of those films that i don't want to be spoiled i'm just thoroughly yeah. looking forward to seeing that and then at the end of the month we've got memory Never heard of it. Liam Neeson, Monica Bellucci. Uh, we know what kind of movie that's going to be. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> does he does he play an old guy who's got to go back to his old ways? Well, to the picture something? shows him on the front holding a gun. So you yeah. tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah we know what that one's about. Uh, uh, and then right. on May sixth, of course, we've got. Uh, there is nothing else because Marvel Studios always plants their flag at the first weekend of May. We have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I will admit mm. I am kind of looking forward to because it is a Sam Raimi. Picture. Are you really going to give yeah. them money? Are you going to give those groomers money for that? Well, I did. I did finally destroy my Disney Plus account, so... <sighs> You should have at least said you bought tickets in advance or something. I have not. I've, I've, <laughs> I've got. Well, you know, they got a month. Let's see if they get their act together or not. No, they they doubled down on it yesterday. I know. I, I know. I yeah. I gave up my subscription a long time ago, and I'm still quite happy to watch Moon Knight, um, but from sources where you probably shouldn't. But you know what? My, Disney's Disney's taken my money over the years, and it's destroyed my beloved Star Wars, so yeah. Disney can go to hell. You, you took our money <laughs> and told us that we are evil. All right. Yeah. Not, yeah. I like that, that George's problem is not that they're child groomers. It's that they messed up Star Wars. That was... <laughs> Well, that was, that was see they practiced the grooming on our beloved movies of our childhood, and now they're moving well, on. That's to the what real I meant. Is, yes, the child walk, grooming's yeah. really bad, that's and they very, ruined Star Wars. That's, that's what I meant. That's a very good attempt at walking that back. <laughs> 
No, because I mean the whole child grooming thing is only obviously just come out. But like I say, it was many years ago they ruined my Star Wars, and like I say, just Disney, it just no. It's I I, I said this again. I, I sound like a broken record, but I mean Walt Disney was a man who who sacrificed his, almost his life and his money to make something like. Um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, where everybody said you could never do it, and he did it. And the man was an innovator and an artist, and he believed in it. He had a passion for what he did. And to think that his name now means, you know, a destroyer of franchises and a <laughs> hotbed of grooming, you know, oh, just, you know. Yeah, I mean, not, it's, not it's not, I, I saw. I'm going to assume it's true. I don't know if it's true. Absolutely. I know at least for one year, this year it's true, but they said that every year somebody has gotten, for for the last decade, for the last decade, every year somebody has gotten arrested for some sort of child trafficking. Yeah, that's charge. true. That's true. I looked at the list. Uh, that's true. I mean, what the fuck, Disney? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd think after like one or two, it's like, we may have a problem here, guys. Nah, it'll be fine. What's, what's hilarious is like if you look at the bill, it says we don't want you to talk to small children anymore. Classroom-led discussion about uh, basically graphic sexual stuff, and the immediate <laughs> response was, "You hate gays." I'm like, "Wait, wait a minute! Is that the association you're making here immediately?" What are you trying to tell me here? You don't. We shouldn't talk to children anymore about graphic sexual thingy. And it's like, don't think we should be talking to kids about that anyway. It's not even. It's <laughs> I, not. Do even you mean the that, people dressed up as like Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. <laughs> the kids going, hello. It's worse than that, George. They're saying you just can't do it to kids five years and under. They're not even saying. No, no. You can't it's do a it. five. It's between uh, uh, kindergarten, third grade, and third, and third grade. Yeah. So five. Yeah. So what? Five uh, to nine. Five to nine. Yeah. So they're not saying you can't. Have a discussion with teenagers in high school or or thirteen. They're they're just saying leave. D let the parents talk to them about it when they're nine years old and younger. No, no, I have to tell them about my gay butt sex when they're in first grade. <laughs> yeah. Why is this so um, important to you? You know, it used to be we called that the creepy uncle that everybody didn't want to talk about <laughs> at, the, at best if we didn't put him in jail. You know, and now it's like sanctioned by giant corporations. I'm like, Ooh, why? Yeah. You made, me have a flash, you made me have a flashback to my uncle that used to give me special <laughs> mouth hugs. I, I, oh, I remember the Cub Scouts. Good times. <laughs> oh, sorry. You said Cub Scouts. I thought you said something else. Oh, oh, oh because that's, that's better? Is that better? No, what no. is this something else that's worse? Well, yeah, what was what could it possibly? I'm very be? intrigued now yeah, I got and horrified. <laughs> I got to know well, the, the the cum scouts. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking, why would you send your kids to an organization called that? Did you guys see the uh, the you did uh, ask Louis C.K.'s last um, comedy special? Um, and he's like, he's talking about that the boys because he said, you know, he said uh, the thing about it is, is the the place that you send your kids off for two weeks and they have a lot of fun is usually run by pedophiles. He said, not all of them, but some, he said, so the trade-off is like, well, yeah, you know, if you're going to have these things where you get rid of your kids for two weeks and they learn all this stuff, have fun. <laughs> you just got to accept that one or two of them. <laughs> be child it was a great bit. He is great. He's I... like the people that want to, he said, nobody else wants to work around a bunch of kids except pedophiles. <laughs> He said, who else can you get to do that? <laughs> Eggie Egg, says, 
the secrets of Dumbledore is he has AIDS and he buggered Harry Potter. And in 2023, <laughs> they're... <laughs> I can't even get through it. <laughs> they're releasing Harry Potter and the bloody starfish. <laughs> oh, my God. That was... <laughs> Eddie, you banned! Oh, why no, he's it? not. That's the, no, he's that's the funniest that's, thing I've heard in a long time. That's the golden why ticket is, right there. Why is Eddie not on the show with us right now? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the bloody starfish. <laughs> I'm going straight oh. to hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, win, you win the chat. Eggy, congratulations. Is there a way to do a reverse donation? <laughs> oh, crying. <laughs> oh, God. I gotta get myself oh. under control here. My stomach's hurting. I laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's funny. Oh, boy. Child rape is so funny. Get all oh. I'm having a lot of fun. Fun for all ages. <laughs> so much fun. It's the button that says this video is not appropriate for children. Wow, yeah, I gotta have to put the 18 and up on this one, aren't I? <laughs> oh, all right, George, you need an ambulance? Oh, oh, okay, sorry, it was just an asthma attack. Thanks, Eggy. First person to die in a live stream. So we know what that. <laughs> Uh, thing on his face really is. Oh, it's really the dirty Sanchez mark, but not on the you know, not on the lip. It's a plus for the LGBTQ. <laughs> I, I I I'm I've got to say I'm kind of in support of the LGBT community, but I prefer Samsung. <laughs> That's LGBT. Um, yeah, what what is the plus for on LGBTQ? I have been wondering that myself. Well, the different it, genders. It's basically an oh. opportunity for every crazy mental issue that you have. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, brought into the group and made to feel special. Seriously, as I... a pedophile can get help, you are against it. I don't know. Is that English? Is that English matting? <coughs> oh, oh, that yeah. that I don't understand. No, they should. Uh, give me a Tommy gun and line them against a wall. That's well, the recidivism rate is kind of like would love to be able to, but doesn't seem to be a thing that we can get done very well. I don't know. You know, you you ruin you you ruin a person's. You know, that once they do it, you you've ruined somebody. It's kind of almost a fate worse than death. So you know, the death penalty seems very rational to me for that. Mm. So, about movies. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that what we're here for? <laughs> so, anyway, this porn version Harry of Potter uh, 8. Dumbledore that Eggy was talking about. I love... I've, I've, those Fantastic Beasts, I've never been bothered with them. I've, uh, to be honest, I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. I think they're mediocre at really? best. You kind of look yeah. like Harry Potter, though, like in the future. You got glasses and you what? sound like Harry when Potter. He, when he gave up on life. <laughs> <laughs> After a certain thing happened, Damn it, you beat me to it. Yeah. <coughs> uh, but no, I, just... yeah, I, 
like the, I like the original. I like I'm the Harry Potter movies. Fine, they're they're nothing. Um, it's a uh, hell of an extended. It's like the you know, it's as impressive of a of a universe as the Marvel the MCU was. You know, yeah, I, I think the I'm Fantastic Beast movie, the first Fantastic Beast no, I know movie that. was okay, and then yeah. the second one was just mystifying. I only saw like the first three or four of the Harry Potter movies. After that, what's her name? The gr- what's her name? Hermione. She just got too old for me. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> well, you give me no choice now, Sean. Get me the Tommy gun there. Uh, I have an action. George, your break. He said action. No. Okay. Just say it. The, I didn't make up the I, rules. I'm following your rules here, okay? okay? I am I am looking forward to seeing the new Fantastic Beast because I'm looking forward to seeing Johnny Depp in it. Uh-oh. Got bad news for you. <laughs> uh, uh, better set down Johnny's okay, right? Uh, have a seat. Go Johnny ahead. and Amber are okay, are they? I'm sorry. They, no. This is, this. it's kind of getting funny. It's like every Fantastic Beast movie has a different Grindelwald play, different actor playing Grindelwald. Yeah, Colin Farrell, the first one. Yeah, Johnny Depp in the second one. Now you got Mads Mikkelsen in the third one. That's that's kind of a shame then. It wasn't Heath Ledger because then that would have been the same as the Imaginarium of Dr. <laughs> yeah, Manassas. exactly. Yeah, we got that going on. <clears throat> Jude Law. No, Jude Law would play him. So didn't who is Heath the, Ledger char- died. the main character in that movie? What is he? Is he like one of the I characters? I have no clue the who's one? the main character in that those movies anymore. Eddie Redmayne. You know, that guy's so, so weird. Yeah. That is the weirdest dude in the world, Eddie Redmayne. Uh, here we go, Eddie Redmayne. Uh, I think Ezra I, Miller's what? got him beat. Oh, yeah, that's true. He, he looks- plays Newt Scamander. Oh, it's a great name. Yeah. So Ezra's gotten the boot from all of his projects after his last little uh, hissy fit, hasn't he? No. <laughs> Ezra, Ezra Miller's character is called Credence Barebone. <laughs> They couldn't have picked a worse name. Who thinks is this J.K. Rowling's <coughs> original property, or is this like something yeah, based that they on characters? Yeah, based so on characters. like there was a book in the Harry Potter universe that they had to do called Fantastic Beasts, and I think she she may have done some sort of textbook about it, and then she just said, "Yeah, sure, you want to make a movie off of it." I don't know how much she wrote or is involved, other than you know, give me the money. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, rolling you know. around on a large bed of cash. Right. Yeah. I just wondered how much of her hand was in these stories, or if it was like a expanded universe with, you know, other non. I don't think her hand's ever been in Harry Potter. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! God, I feel like I feel like we opened the dam here, you know, and it just the pedo <laughs> jokes are, just keep flying through. We got to stop. Spiral. Patch yeah, that fucker. Spackle that shit up. All right. <laughs> Things are spiraling out of control. Yeah. Let's get a handle on this. <laughs> How we haven't been taken <clears throat> offline. Right. So, um, yeah. Get Sean up against the wall. Why oh, right, for shooting. Sorry, I, didn't, I he, thought it was he's, something else. He's talking about himself. I don't know. Don't I feel bad for poor JK. She's like, she's towed every stupid political nonsense <laughs> yeah. that she could. And the one she's like... Yeah, but well, I think women well, are women, and then like now she's like, they basically put a white hood on her as far as they're concerned. I'm like Jesus Christ, you not she's, she's like she's literally Hitler now. Yeah, literally, and I'm like going, <laughs> okay, well keep eating your own. I don't care. 
You know, yeah. you get small. Pretty soon, it's just oh, gonna yeah, be one right. guy, yeah. right? She'll just have to console herself with her billions of dollars, I guess. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I always think of that gif of um, what's his name, uh, Woody Harrelson in um, was it Double Tap? No, not Double Tap. The um, the zombie movie where he's crying into the money and rubbing oh, his oh, yeah. the money. Oh um, yeah. Zombie Zombie Land. Zombie Land. Yeah. <clears throat> oh dear. Oh, I, right, I you know I wish I I did not like the second Zombieland at all. And I didn't know either. The first one I think is, couldn't tell you a thing about it. Yeah, the first one is the only thing I really remember, which I got to admit was really great, was when uh, they shot Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. And when they asked him, it's like, do you, do you have uh, before he died? Yeah. He's like, you got any regrets? He's like, uh, I don't know. Garfield, Garfield maybe. <laughs> Garfield too. He says <laughs> the first one was a lot of fun. It really was. But by the time they made the second one, the whole zombie thing played out, tired, used, you know, Well, you'd hope so, and yet AMC is still throwing out more of those stupid shows. It is stupid how they just, you know, the first one makes money, and they, they immediately think, right, we've got to make another one. Even though, even if the story completely finishes. I mean, you know, you could even say that about 2010, really. It didn't need a sequel. Now it did happen to get it right in 2010. was a was a very uh, good sequel. Hey, you're talking <clears throat> 15 years between movies, and they do one sequel, and that's it. And it wasn't like I don't know. I don't feel like it is like it <clears throat> is today, where you know they do one thing and then it's. You could say that about superhero movies right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the cinematic universe worked, and now they're just bleeding that turn up until. I, I mean. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, I did see something interesting. I did want to mention this, and then we can close it up. I was listening to this one YouTube channel I listen to a lot, and they were they were going on about how they just want the superhero movie genre to die, and it's mm. not good cinema and everything like this. And then they played these guys who, he says, we'll do this clip, and they played these two guys who were like, Oh, all this stuff, the Oscars, is just boring. The Sound of Metal or Taste of whatever that was or Coda, just boring. Why can't we have more explosions? I'm like, no, you're both wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yes, we should have good cinema. And I do decry kind of sometimes the death of good cinema. But you do have something like the Kid Detective to circle it all back around. Um, yeah. You do have some good, good film out there. But it doesn't mean I don't. I, I really enjoyed the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I did, too. I'm not going to lie and say I did It was great. I thought it was great. Um, after <clears throat> Endgame, should it have ended? Probably. Yeah, I think, I think other than <clears throat> Spider-Man No Way Home, um, I think... I'm, I'm Black Widow. <laughs> after Spider-Man No Way Home <laughs> and nothing else, yeah. um, it should have ended. Uh, I, you know, obviously, they've run Star Trek into the ground. I still think there's plenty of good Star Trek that can be made, just not by the people that are making it now. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, does uh, does it need to, you know, has it been oversaturated? Yes. It doesn't mean I That's think exactly that... That's exactly what I said. All of it's terrible. Or <clears throat> that even the DCEU, most of it's terrible, but I did love Shazam. Um, so, I mean, the, That's what I said when Disney, <clears throat> when Disney bought Star Wars. And I said that when people start to work at Cadbury's, the chocolate factory, they say, help yourself. And you think, oh, wow, free chocolate forever. Brilliant. But after a w week, you're sick of the sight of it. Yeah, I just want some and, eggs. <clears throat> you know, and 
But when, you know, you have chocolate as a treat and it's always great, but if you have too much of it, you're just going to hate it. And it's the mm. same with the, with what Disney is doing with Star Wars. Uh, even the TV series, don't get me wrong, Mando's been great and I've enjoyed... Yeah, Mando's been great. Um, <clears throat> but the other stuff that's coming out, I'm just to the point now where I'm getting bored of Star Wars now. You know, I just I, I used to love it, but it's oversaturated. Yeah, I'm not sitting here going, oh boy, I can't wait for Obi-Wan to come out. No. I'm like, right. no, I mean, I will watch it, but I'm not. I, my my expectations are so low that you know you could find them in the bottom of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> well, I won't be able to watch it since I canceled my Disney Plus. Wah wah. <laughs> you can always resubscribe. <laughs> yeah, you can always give them more money. <clears throat> I could. I've got a friend. You know what? I was watching a movie the other night, and it's been a while since I've seen it, but I loved it when it came out. And it was before the when when MCU was still still really new, and uh, Kick at the first Kick Ass movie yeah. is still a hell of a lot of fun. Matthew Vaughn. That's why. Yeah. And, Second Very one, violent. not so much, yeah. but the first no, the one. Second yeah. one was terrible. Second one terrible, but the first one, <laughs> violent, very rated R. I was, was I was sucked in from from the opening scene. Dude, mm-hmm. dude jumps off a building, just lands in a car, <laughs> dies. <laughs> That's what I, you know, I didn't even want to go watch it, but my girlfriend that time was like, "Oh, my friends are saying it's great," and I'm like, "Oh," because you know, I thought it was going to be some. All I'd seen was little bits of the trailer, like walking by the TV of Hit Girl, and that's you know goofy music, and I thought, oh, it's like Spy Kids or something. And that <laughs> nope. opening scene, oh, no. that opening scene, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And the bit that got me was Nick Cage shooting Chloe, whatever she's called, and just you know, I love you, baby girl, and just yeah. <laughs> blows her away, and it was just like. Whoa! And then, oh yeah, it was fantastic. Hey, the scene where the the camera records Nicolas Cage raiding that drug shop or whatever, and that long cut—that is an excellent scene. That hey, is an excellent scene. I, I think it's the best use of the banana split uh, theme song ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of the, the TV series, uh, we recently had the website that they're. They're going to start production of a season four of True Detective. I don't know if you guys have ever seen True Detective season one, but yes. that is probably the best yes. thing that's Season ever one been is on. fantastic. I tried to watch season two. I wasn't into it, but I heard three is much better. Yeah. So I might give three a try. It's better than two, but it, it, it doesn't even approach season one. In season quality. one was a masterpiece. I thought that Matthew McConaughey was overacting in it. <laughs> <laughs> Both of your faces, sir. We're just like, I, I'm just, what the hell? I have no idea how to respond to that. <laughs> All right. It was, so, I say that first series was brilliant. George, uh, you sound like you're about uh, three seconds from death. So I'm going to go ahead and read the last of the comments here. Um, uh, yes, Sean Bird agrees that we should get you up against the wall after your pedo. Uh, Hermione thing. Um, oh, I bet he laughed though. If he, he know he laughed at that. Yes, I'm, I'm sure he did. But <laughs> the point stands. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Aggie does say Raised by Wolves season two. Anyone interested in that? I actually am quite interested in that. I did like Raised by Wolves, uh, the first season. It's a very bizarre sci-fi um, show that has a lot going on in it and is. 
I didn't make it to the end of season one. What's that? Never even heard of it. I I didn't get to the end of season one. I did what I watched about four or five episodes and just I I just lost interest. You know, I it feels like a throwback to some sort of heavy metal type um, story or something like that. It's very weird. and Annoyingly, I only watched heavy metal the first time about a week ago. What the fuck? For real? Yeah, never seen it before. Oh my god! We should have <coughs> talked about that some. Oh man! I next we week. Next, next week. We'll talk about topic. next week. What'd you think of it? Did you like it? Oh, it was amazing! Okay. It was Oh, it was. Oh, I loved it. I loved it, John Candy. Oh, uh, you know the some of his voices and stuff, and the the B seventeen portion was wrote by the late great Dan O'Bannon. You might remember. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I saw his name in the end credits. Oh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, okay, there you go. Next weekend. It's fantastic. Um, So, Raised by Wolves, yes, I am looking forward to season two. Um, I don't, has it been released yet? Or I'm I'm waiting until it's done. I'm sure it's, it's, to me, that's a a, a show you got to binge. If you try to space it out, you're going to have trouble. Um, But I really liked it. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, yeah, they're talking about it. Talking. Oh, Snyder Cut added almost nothing worthwhile. Still bad. Um, look, I disagree that it didn't. That it. It's definitely better than the Whedon Cut. I still yeah. just am not enthused with anything of the Snyder. I don't think Man of Steel was good. I don't think Batman v Superman was good, and I don't think the Snyder Cut of Justice League. It was the best of the three. But the, th- still... the problem with the Schneider cut is, is I will never watch it again. I, <laughs> I watched it and I enjoyed it, but I would never sit through the four hours of it again. I, yeah. I just think their whole take on the DC universe is crap. Yeah, I agree there. They need to yeah go back to square one. Yeah. They do need to go. Yeah, they Which, need to reboot it from the start. Well, I guess Try that's again. what Flash is doing. So you got it. No, that's what the Flash was doing. I think you'll find Ezra Miller <laughs> by the time the movie is set to come out. See, that's, it's, it's, it's with Ezra Miller's else. problems. That's why you got to throw in two Batman. You know, <laughs> yeah, you do everything you can. Um, uh, I keep hearing Reacher is good. Reacher is great. I, I'm Reacher's going great. to yeah, watch Reacher I, right now. I'm I'm working my way through Bosch, which I've really enjoyed. Um, okay, I think that's it's a great. If you like a good kind of a noir type cop show with a lot of stuff going on um I, I i don't know i find it very accessible i really enjoy it you'd like cop then with the um james woods that i reviewed there last week yeah you should yeah, check that out. Put on my list i gotta put that yeah anything i love james woods so um yes we are mental heavy metal is woke now you talk uh, about the magazine. No, I think he means the magazine. Ma- yeah, magazine. I haven't seen. I haven't read the magazine since. You the, know. Mo- the movie was not woke at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Which, which um, when she when she has sex with the robot that keeps changing out different attachments, you know, woke yeah. is no, not what we're looking was, at here. Which one they called in the woman to um, take down the, the evil bad guy, and she yeah. just sort of turns up, and strips completely off, and then puts on all her little, like new outfit and everything yeah. else, which is basically like, still naked. Gratuitous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the old DC universe, I will have uh, either Monday or Tuesday up a new video of how to make a DC movie, <laughs> um, which I quite like. Because uh, it, uh, uh, hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun. It better <laughs> be fun. Sean Bird it says, be "Man of Steel." What do you mean this time? <laughs> Jeez, <sod. laughs> 
<laughs> Man of Steel. Sean Bird says Man of Steel is the best Superman movie. Uh, ban him, please. Yeah, I'll get right on that. No, it's it's really it's really really not. It's I, not. Funny enough, I, I I highlight a couple of um, issues from the Man of Steel that you have to pay attention to with this DC um, how to make a DC movie that I did, and uh, there are so many in there. I only picked out one, <laughs> but I could have probably made a whole video all about just errors in that film that are just annoying. He should have um, come on last week when Cecil was here because Cecil loves the 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 current DC universe. He's a big fan of the all of them. Really? Surprisingly enough, yeah. Mm. Well, he likes he likes sort of eighty schlock as well, doesn't he? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say Superman two is better than the first. Which um, version? It's a director's cut. Yeah, isn't it funny that we have two examples of a movie that was completely fucked by the studio. The director was replaced. And then later on, the actual director's version comes out, and both of those movies involve Superman. Superman 2, Superman 2, the uh, Richard Donner cut, oh, Justice yeah. League, Justice League, the Snyder cut. I can't oh, think yeah, of yeah. any other examples of, of two versions of the same movie coming out like that with, the, with a very similar circumstances. And yeah. yet, at some reason, they both involve Superman. Isn't that bizarre? That's, yeah, no, I can't think of anything. That is weird. Either. No, no, I mean, I know Blade Runner had 15 because, cuts and all that, but it was all Ridley Scott doing it. it, it was, but that's, um, what's it called? That's the Superman curse, though, isn't it? No, is Superman it? curse is uh, whoever plays Superman will die horribly. I know. I was thinking of Christopher Reeve because he didn't die horribly, did he? Um, <laughs> he lived horribly. No, actually. it only took a, it only took a decade and a half. But yeah, no, he was fine. Everything was good up. Everything was bad until the death. In his case, <laughs> I can't wait to download your DC movie, George. I I have taken it out now, but the, the, <laughs> I'm not spoiling too much. But there was a moment. Uh, there was a, a line in there where it says. Um, uh, if you cancel your D- DC movie, a few crybabies might moan about it. And I actually had a picture of Eggie, but I've now replaced it. <laughs> I think we might have something happened to the stream, fellas. No, it's good. Why? Oh, it's buffering on my extra thing there. It's your, it's your hillbilly internet, man. <laughs> probably, that's probably true. <laughs> Fucking satellite with a tomato can on it. Um yeah, it said drunken Yoda has never been I, drunk. I'm a functional alcoholic. I'm drunk right now. That's by the way, I get through the day. I appreciate you using the proper nomenclature of hillbilly instead of redneck. I, I do appreciate that. I, hey, <laughs> we're sensitive to your needs. I, I know. I know my various uh, uh, American retard casts. So I. <laughs> that was hurtful. <laughs> See, I, I won't go anything beyond amosexual. <laughs> Thank you, George, for for using my proper pronoun. It's more of a it's more of a fetish than uh you know <laughs> don't society tell me what hierarchy. I, you know, don't tell me what I uh, identify as. Sorry, that's kind of the greatest argument now. If anybody sort of says about um you know identify me as a gender and everything else, I'm just going to say that's ah, more of a fetish, though, isn't it? <laughs> So you should say that's more of a mental illness, though, isn't it? And see how far you get on that one. <laughs> weird, weird that uh, Cecil doesn't want to be on any more of our streams. I don't <laughs> see why this. Never... 
You'll never come get back it. now. <laughs> I I can't believe he's going to watch us again. Um, <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> At least not before um, he mentions us in one of his videos. Let's hope he does that. And then I, did, I just want to disavow that, that I was on the show with these three idiots. Yeah. I want to disavow all my previous pedo jokes. Thank you. Yeah. And then somebody will be like, I would like See, to so wasn't that. that one retarded guy? Isn't he always posting on your Facebook? <laughs> I would I would like to thank the impersonator who did me um, <laughs> extremely well uh, on that last movie outpost. Uh, hence why I didn't show my face. <laughs> right, okay, are we wrapping up then? Ugh. Oh, dear God, please, yes, Ed. Make it end. <laughs> Oh, you had you guys had fun today. Don't lie. That's what's that's what's so bothersome about it. <laughs> greatly disturbing how much fun I had on there, and I' pretty sure I need some therapy. No, we, we all need therapy. Yeah, that's what we're here for. It's true. It's true. All right. This is well, much cheaper. This is much che- cheaper than a um, psychiatrist. <laughs> says you. You know how much equipment I have in here. <laughs> cheaper for us anyway yeah yeah when you get one guy to do all the work okay whatever not better uh <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going over like a lead balloon now so let's move on uh thank you for watching this has been uh another live stream from lastmovieoutpost.com and it's the kind of quality you can generally expect from our live streams <laughs> Want to thank uh, not George Lucas and Sean for being on this stream, but I really can't. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank them, but it's just not going to happen. Uh, we are lastmovieoutpost.com. We are the cool news now. You can reach me at drunkenyoda1 if you ever want to DM me. I am on Twitter, and so is at not George Lucas. And uh, Sean Thompson will continue to murder you if you get anywhere near his house. We are contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com if you want to email us. And, of course, you can find us right here. Please like, share, and subscribe. It would really help us with the YouTube algorithm and for our general self-esteem. So, anything else? George? Like I say, I've got a video coming out this week of um, how to make your own DC movie, uh, which will be up on the website and on here on the sub uh, on the on the YouTube channel. Like I say, Monday, but probably Tuesday. Awesome, Sean. Watch the Kid Detective if you guys haven't seen it yet. Hopefully, we sold you on it. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot we talked about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I thought I might watch the Kid Detective, but then I listened to the rest of the show and heard what these guys are into, and I've decided it's probably not a good choice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I will have another video coming up this week, another Overlooked. And, of course, every Friday, Saturday, usually Saturday, you can uh, see the week weekly news where I pretend to be funny. <laughs> very good. No, it was a good one this week. It was very funny. The best part was the clip cut to the uh, warden at uh, Shawshank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got the biggest laugh out of me. That's, uh, yeah, that that's what's going on with Willow. Yes. Uh, by the way, that is incorrect. Her in-universe title will not be Yaz Queen. I just kind of assumed that. So I would like to correct the record. Yes, if anybody like actually took that th- seriously, I just want to make sure I'm accurate. That's all. But that was so funny, though. 
Honestly, though, it doesn't matter because it's all progressive and wonderful, and we all appreciate the hard work that everybody is doing on that show. Yes. Diversity is our strength. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm going to buy the gun, Sean. <laughs> to reenact the Shawshank. <laughs> no, I'm going to start using diversity as our strength as my catchphrase now. Yeah. I think that's- yeah, you should. Yeah, I like that. That's good. It'll be very popular on Twitter. You'll get a lot more Twitter <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching, and we'll see you next Sunday.